Episode Quattro. We're episode moving right along here. Quatch, yeah. Listen, first, thank you for joining us, whoever's yeah, out there. If, if, you, if you're hanging with us, this, this is, is a different kind of experience. You want to start off like this? Yeah, different. This is a different kind of experience. And uh, cheers. Get a good like. We don't smash these. Well, just well, a that, full bottle. Did I already segue to one of the stories? You kind of did, and it was a BL bottle. So oh, right. Here we All right, go. here we go. Cheers. That's the sound. That's the sound of two Bud Light bottles, 40 ounce, mm. clasping together. They've been in the freezer. Dan was nice enough to stage those while I was uh, cleaning that dick, baby, for Murray Boy outside. Now, I, I've, uh, there's, so, there's so many different things, and we already, right before we started recording, we're like, all right, we're going to do this, this, and that. And I'm yep. already, already. You're already. Yeah, all over the place. But oh, he's having a panic attack. Get those, <laughs> get those 35 year old It's very interesting out of your because one of the things I wanted to mention is that we did, and we started an upgrade. Yes. For this for this podcast, this is exciting. We, there, there's we did a lot mention, going on yeah, we mentioned last episode, episode Trace, yep, um, that we were using a microphone and this and that. We did <laughs> have it's to, kind of a white lie, unintentional white well, lie. Well, it wasn't because we were recording with it, and then we, we realized were, like yeah. a half hour through, we were trying to do it on GarageBand instead yeah. of this piece of shit. We, we were actually we were recording on multiple platforms. We had the right. iPad going just as a backup in case something went haywire. And then use the microphone, which was USB only. This is really boring, but I'm going to keep telling you anyway. Mm-hmm. And that was plugged into the to the MacBook. They're really drawing everybody in to you know, kick it off. Yeah, they can't wait to hear more about yeah. our, our USB. They're probably wondering, was it a 2.0, a 3.0? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll wait for episode Cinco to tell you that. <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, so we're doing all this shit. And then uh, I guess it only it only ran for like 20 minutes or something, then cut short because it's really no. intended for like local. So tracks. the point is if you They're hear a up, uptick in the quality of the, of the sound, at least yes, uh, it's because we're using this great microphone that uh, moonlighting hip hop artist at Lombardo MMA over here <laughs> uh, uses for That's other like things. Records, but the reason I, I brought that up just now was because we were doing some test running and we have I how mean, many wires? Unlimited say? wires. I mean, here. if we want to just do a quick one, there's like seven cords in here. Right. So Plus the, a few adapters that aren't being used. The right dog now, needs so. to stay in the crate. Yeah, the dog needs to not be here. He already pissed all over the floor, so we have uh, the crate. I thought we were going to keep that a secret. Or you're just. No, I told her. Ain't, ain't just not yeah, gonna she's aware, to and she also oh. has no respect for me or you, so she won't listen. That's fair. Um, um, the point. <laughs> again, 20 <laughs> minutes later, I'll get well, to well, it. That was kind of good, too. We dropped a couple of ums, and we're about to tell them that they're Right, we'll get to that as well. The point I was going to make was we noticed that this mic is actually almost too good super the, sensitive right it's very sensitive is what to say we we can hear the neighbors in the hallway uh you know we we have a private studio here here at <laughs> but i guess now everybody could come flocking i thought we were trying to keep this, hear, this location literally it just though. it picks up everything so the point was alan barman may over here puts the 40 down on the floor and we noticed before that that made a noise so he very gingerly adorably put it down mm. and that reminded me that we're using all this new equipment, so I thought we'd throw that out there. So well, listen, like I said, like, well, here, I'll get to it now. Uh, the last episode wasn't our greatest, and we acknowledge that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I said, hey, it's going to get better from here on out. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> but this is one of the improvements, whether the content of this episode, who knows where, where, where we're going to go. Yeah, let's not set ourselves uh, um, our, our, the, our standards too high. Yeah, here. the sound, at least, right, right. Is, will be increased, I believe. And then we both got... I mean, we went to Best Buy yep. real quick. We yep. went to Best Buy yeah, to buy some, is. yeah, some buy adapters so we could both plug in our own headphones just so we feel a little more whatever. We yep. were just hanging out for the past half hour with the headphones and listening through the mic to just talk to each other because we're huge tools, but right. also because oh. it just sounds great. 
um, an adapter to get it into the laptop, into the iPad, this, that, and the other thing. We go to go to check out at the uh, at the checkout center um, <laughs> counter, and there's this adorable little lady, little girls that's uh, ring us up. And at Lombardo, didn't look like our demographic. Didn't look like our demographic. Let's put yeah. it that way. But uh, at Lombardo MMA, immediately puts the like uh, our target audience is what I'm saying. Right, not yeah, like that she was black. She yeah. was black, but I wasn't trying to make a dig at the fact. That no, I, I, um, I'm obviously an equal opportunity guy. But. Yeah, we'll take anything. That we can get as far as you know, follows. I'd start, well, I thought you were about sexually. So oh, well, that, yeah, well, talk. that too, of course. Yeah. Um, there it is. There it is again. <laughs> that's that. But I mean, slow. that's not fair. The point no, was, it's not. you went up either. to her and immediately, instead of just, you know, he felt the small talk move there was, hey, are you an MMA fan? She so said, like it's swipe us a follow. She immediately quick. says, no, you would think, end of conversation, let's mm. check out. Turns mm. out, at Lamar MMA had other plans. Mm. Asked her maybe two or three more times, are you sure? And then said UFC as if that's not MMA. Oh, you never you know. Some of these people don't even know what MMA that's is. They just point. know what UFC is. That's fair. Uh, she still Your said favorites, no. Your all the peripheral fans. Yeah. You love them. She still, she still said no. Yeah, she's and a then little he, bit angry. With that so you should have just punted at that point, I mm. felt. But no, he goes, yeah, because we got this podcast. We're trying to get some followers. We thought maybe you'd follow or you'd listen. <laughs> like, listen, she's not going to. She's not going to tell anybody else about it. Yep. But, but I do like the hustle. Yeah, um, yeah. The point, again, right there, it reminds me, it's going to drive me nuts now that you, you pointed it out, but no, it needs no. to be acknowledged yeah. uh, as far as the uh, last last episode being a little uh, sloppy, let's say. Listen, you were in a rush to get out. I was a little hungover, not feeling great. We were very short on sleep, too. We watched yeah. them. We stayed up till 2.30, 3 o'clock. I think after I went to bed, Dan stayed up for another 45 minutes or yeah. an hour watching the post-fight. We get up super early in a total time crunch. Don't have any kind of plan, which again, we've said this, we never do, but right. you know, if you combine all those factors, it's not exactly a recipe for success. We're already kind of feeling our way out to begin with. And we felt like we picked up steam and, and you know, kind of were a little touch and go. Some moments we turned it on and it was natural and kind of fluid. Other moments, a lot of pausing, a lot of awkward ums, a lot of simultaneous awkward ums, <laughs> which we're about to privy you to now in case you did not hear episode trace, or if you did, maybe you'll get a chuckle out of it because, uh, we're always, you know, we're not here to, you know, to, to chop and screw and trim these up and make them as pretty as we can, at least not for now. For now, we're going to give it to you raw takes, and if it doesn't go so well, well, we're going to own it, and we're going to give it to you, and we're going to kind of poke fun and enjoy it. Yeah. And so, like we already had said previously, if, for those of you who haven't listened to the other episodes. Shame on you, first yeah, of all. terrible job. Get your act together. Get your lives together. Um, priorities, obviously, at the very least. But... Dan had uh, had a mentioned that we're going to have a clean up them hands segment on every episode. So we thought this might be a good time, you know, a couple minutes in to introduce you to the fact that for this particular episode, we don't have a, a, a real hard agenda. There's not like a great club banger kind of card, like a superstar ridden card coming up. So we're going to touch on a few, handful of things. We jotted down a couple little bullet points to go through. And, um, you know, before we get into episode Quatch, is it? We're yeah. on Quatch. I already forgot what episode we're in. We've done so many. It's yeah, impossible to keep up. Of- uh, we will give you this. Um, that we uh, decided to call Clean Up Them Hands, the Clean Up Them Hands uh, segment. Uh, um, 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 we, no, said, we said um at the same time at least four times already. It's, gonna, it's, it's, not, it's not the best it's not one. Clean, it's, not, it's not the best one. Like you said, it's going to get better from here on out. Maybe not. We'll <laughs> <laughs> um, look, we're over the map here. I'm feeling the pressure. Uh, you know, uh, I, I didn't 
and we're back. Very nice. <laughs> all right, so, so we're gonna cut down on uh, all those. Yeah, so I, I hope that I hope you guys enjoyed that, and um, you know, we're we're at the very least enjoying the element of of putting those together and sitting there and kind of playing with those sound bites and flipping them back and forth to each other. And, you know, he'll he'll listen to the episode five six times in a row. I do the same. We're, we're obsessed, obviously, and more so just picking out every little nuance of the things we don't do well. We're not exactly here patting ourselves on the back, although we're, 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 you know, we're enjoying a little bit of that too here and there, but we're not smelling the roses so much if there are even any roses. <laughs> we're not making a dime. My relationship's <laughs> falling apart. Uh, you know, I'm drinking more beer, so that's helping my waistline and my overall health. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about actually, but in reality, we're, we're enjoying it and we're definitely enjoying the process is what I'm trying to get at. We're enjoying the production process a bit too. Maybe, maybe me process. a bit more I than like Danny, that. but, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely given me a pat on the back. I think he, at the very least, he's appreciative of the fact that I'm, I'm taking some extra time. And there you go, well, picking up on a couple it. chicks walking in the hallway. That's I mean, really wild. I think that's all the female fans are already lining up that's out what's there. Because you mentioned we were in an apartment now. They all found yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, before you know, we'll have Ron Wet and Wild Party. These It'll bitches, just be, man. These yeah. bitches be wilding. Listen, I mean. That might be the broad from the I was going to say. <laughs> We turned another one, kids. We turned another one. Oh, like, I don't know God. what the old MMA stuff is, but I got to see what the odds that, that bag. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, I got to see that bag. All right, so yeah. What? <laughs> I almost just put on a show. I almost just sprayed some of this this dilly for Dan's friend. Oh, boy. Dele, dele, babe. So, I don't know you, but I love you. <laughs> dele, dele, cat. Uh, even despite the dillies. But... Um, I mean, being that you almost made a mess with that uh, that huge Bud Light, I mean, uh, do you want to kick it off with that or do you want to save that? Yeah, I actually would want you to tell this story because I feel like <laughs> I I've, told it, I've told it trying to be objective I know, a few times. I know times. why you want me to tell it. I know why. Just so that it No, because you, like you said to me earlier when we were out getting food and getting all this uh, equipment, uh, preemptive, excuse me. Uh, oh, wow. Well, that's that pick up? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I heard um, it. Was that you told it to, to your boy or whatever, yeah. or some people, and they were just like, yeah, and? I like so, lost his attention like midway, and it's like, not yeah, that but long I tend, of a story. Yeah, I tend so to do outrageous. that. Yeah, I tend to do that with stories that are actually good. Mm. I turn them into droning, <laughs> terrible, where's the punchline? I, I, I might have anointed the wrong and I, guy. Yeah, and I, wonder, I wonder why my stand-up career didn't take off. Yeah, that's shocking. Um, it's like, all right, fuck it. So... I mean, that might be the first time. Talking about stand up, we, we all went to go see. You know, oh, shit. Me and right, my significant yeah. other and Dan and his significant other went to see Hashtag Fighter and the Kid. We went to see none other than, than Brian Callum. Boom. Phenomenal. He is the kid in Fighter and the Kid, for those of you who don't listen. Hilarious stand up comedian, been in the game for a long time. He's in The Hangover. I think he was in a show called The Goldbergs. I don't know if it's still running, but he, he had a little cameo in old school as well. If you oh, the, yes, he did. As as the as the, the, uh, yeah. as the um, you're taking coffee and cake with the Godfather. Yeah, he was the he was the server and he yeah. had some crazy accent. I don't know what what nationality he was playing, but he's he's really he's talented guy. And and he's kind of done bits and pieces and odds and ends. It's not like he's known as like this crazy A list like mainstream guy. Wow, yeah, but since he launched this podcast and he's so tight with Rogan, he always has been. I guess they've known each other forever. He's been on Rogan's podcast a billion times. Very, very bright guy. Very well-read guy. Very cult, well-cultured guy. Has uh, I, I guess I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blow Brian Callum. I was gonna say, well, I wasn't I mean, planning on it, but I mean, you you, you know, basically he's the, tried he's the to. kind of guy that you wish was your partner and your co-host on a podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if I could just mutual. have the kid over here, I feel like we'd be uh, a little more successful. Yeah, well, um, which is probably true. But but Dan and him probably. are very similar. I mean, they're both. Uh, 
you know, at least. <laughs> Hold on. What was that? Did you say that me and Brian Callen are very similar? This guy. God, we need we need the video aspect. Sorry, I just I just cracked myself up there for a second. I'm just glad you're still up right now. I'm sweating. I'm sweating at that well, over here. Well, part of the reason is well, we're gonna have to keep talking about this, but we turn the AC and everything up because this mic is so sensitive. Yeah, it picks up every tiny little so thing. It's, it's... But what were you just saying, stupid? No, I was just I was gonna make a, a series of like dick jokes and stuff, and it's just it's enough. Let's get to the main story. Let's get to the main. So story. we went to go see him. It was hilarious. Uh, you want to talk about uh, as the one of the. Um, I'm sorry. What is the that warm up, guys? I should know. Yeah, this. the opener. The, one of the, it was like the second opener. Yeah. Whatever. Oh no, it was the opener. Doug David. Yeah, Doug David. Yeah, I was think the, was his name. Was the, was the, yeah. So as he's kind of wrapping up, you yeah. want to say what happened here? I mean, oh, not even. But yeah, we could do that. Like Callan was out there and he was trying to pump up Doug because Doug was getting lost a little bit towards yeah. the end of his bit. He was ready to just kind of like cut it short, I think, because he was feeling some pressure. And Callan kind of popped up out of nowhere in the back of the crowd. We ended up getting really bad seats because Dan was. For those of you who don't know, for the 27th time, extremely, extremely late. Yeah. Not really even, you know, not like I care generally, but this one was a bit obnoxious, kind of threw things off, made yeah. it really difficult to organize the seating, almost had to sit apart from one another, blah, blah, blah. So either way, I end up moving our seats towards the back end, hold up the entire line, strictly for selfish Dan. Yep. Big Dick Dan, yes, fair enough. BDD <laughs> will explain where that comes from. But a bit selfish in that situation. So here we are I'd now. Show you where it comes from if we had a video towards, aspect. <laughs> that's it. Tur turns out that uh, we end up towards the back, and, and it worked out really well because then I was right next to Callan when he was like out in the crowd. Right. And I, I rudely and abruptly kind of interrupted him, um, and he gave me the pound, which was nice, but also gave me the hand gesture like, "Look up there, yeah. dickhead. This guy needs to have your eyes on him." Stage, like, that's give yeah, him your you're, you're being you're being a bad audience member, which yeah. he was right, and. Uh, any, any designs I had of telling me he was an inspiration and getting him on the pod, nope. obviously washed away within seconds of him being in my presence. So that's kind of how I roll. Um, so we had a great time. Yeah. So we were I, feeling nice. I didn't really improve. Uh, I didn't improve from there. Let's just say that. Oh, man. So I, I'm, I'm telling this? Yeah, I like you right. too. Just I, because I, when I told it, I felt like, I felt like I was trying to, it wasn't even hyperbole, but I felt self-conscious telling the story because it sounds like I'm exaggerating when I'm, I'm really not yeah. exaggerating. So I, mean, I guess I can give it from my perspective Excuse because me. I don't even think, because I think me, were you talking to Ange or Brittany? Yeah, I was talking to Ange. So I, I guess was just I was like, talking I was like, I don't even know what the story we're all was. Together like, at a bar. Away. We're all together at a bar afterwards, right? Having a post uh, show drink. Not that we were in, it wasn't our show. No. Post that after. Most certainly the, was. Post after the show <laughs> drink that we decided, hey, you know, it's still early. Let's grab a little bit of drink. Right? Yep. So we go to this bar. It's like almost right next door because mm -hmm. we all had to go to the bathroom anyway. Yeah, because the, the opener and MC was at the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, whatever. We're having, we're having a. So ridiculous. Have a couple drinks. So I don't know crazy. what you were saying. I don't know the story that you were telling. So I feel like that would give. I don't either because it stole okay, the moment so, okay. so bad. But I, I so all I know was, is I got really aggressive with my. I got very animated with my hands. You're just gonna tell the story. No, right? I'm not. No, no. Just, just do gonna, it. Just gonna cut you off intermittently. Great. We don't ever do that. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, <laughs> here and there, I'm just gonna railroad you. Or That's cool, when right? we're just casually hanging out. Right. Um, peripherally hanging out. Right. <laughs> so. Um, Alan Barma here is getting very animated, very into his story that, again, must have been tremendous, but not tremendous enough that the person, me, no one can standing him, next man. to him, could tell you what it was about. Because yeah. I was talking to my girl next to me, he's talking to his fiance, and for some reason, decides that the way to accentuate his point or the climax of the story was I'm going to do an uppercut 
but he almost like drops this is like to a one street knee. fighter yes. tiger uppercut for those of you right. who know you're not kidding about jumping in and cutting me off great no, oh, no, man, you're right yeah, though that's exactly a, what it was. i was yeah. gonna say street fighter when i was yeah. thinking about telling the story actually um it's almost like we can finish each other's semen <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> that's twice today um <laughs> that so he drops he drops he drops levels he dropped the level right drop the he level. dropped the level and then he does his uppercut to be like and then i did whatever i, I don't know like, what the point was to like, like whatever, to really yeah, you know again accentuate the story and, and bring it to life turns out he uppercutted the bottom of the bud light bottle that his fiance was holding i mean i cold cocked the shit out of this bottle I, it was it was nearly full which I makes like it... half turned as you were dropping levels because mm. i'm like what's happening over here yep. even though you're standing next to me I'm like yep. what is this guy doing this and is... just just so you know setting wise we're in the middle of the alleyway like where right. you'd walk to this either choose a seat at the bar or go to the back where there's actual seating like little tables or high tops in, so in other words the worst right place in the middle, to stand yeah. in a bar like we're those people worst place to stand on the bar if you're going to make it rain bl from the rafters, right. which is what i ultimately so this guy play. makes makes under you the, the undercut it, you know what it, you know what i thought about after as we were walking afterwards this is a whole other story yeah. but oh, yeah. the 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 action that you took the the, the impact and everything that it looked like you right. know what it reminded me of what's that Nganu lifting oh yeah over taking him over him his neck and off, snapping it back hitting knocking him up off of his feet into yeah. the air is nope. what it made me feel like That's not true. that you had that kind of power no no yeah but don't, it was yeah, as, don't stroke me but, too much but, but it was as magical because i'd say so yeah one because it was hilarious but th- I, I swear to you all yes we might have been feeling pretty nice and whatnot mm-hmm. but this bottle was in the air. I'm not kidding you. I don't know, 14, 15 seconds. No, yeah, I don't. I really, genuinely don't think that's an exaggeration. And, and if you think about that, if you just sat here and you know I love counting numbers on this podcast, <laughs> if I sat there, you know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give you. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna give you 10 seconds of air silence, which is probably the last thing you should ever do on a podcast. Mm. Just to give you an idea, this is how long. I punched the fuck out of this From bottle. Contact. Right? Boom. To it hitting the floor. Crank this bottle. And it's up in the air so long that within the first second of me being like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened because no one else really fully understood what happened. Everybody got a little wet. And then I looked at Angie and I go, you know what? Fuck it. I'll keep telling the story while that thing's up there. Yeah. So I just stay in the pack and I just keep rolling and we're just making eye contact. I'm finishing up whatever bullshit story I was telling. And here's your 10 seconds right here of radio silence. You get a feel for it. I go uppercut and... Bam! Bottle hits, I don't know, 10, 12 feet behind me. Clean as a whistle, doesn't shatter, just the bottom breaks off of it. Beer everywhere. People around us soak. I'm drenched, fully covered in beer. It's on my face, on the back of my shirt. It's on the front of my shirt. I had, like, for no reason, had my headphones around my neck. Those were drenched. You know, massive puddle in the middle of the floor. I don't know. Maybe you could tell me the reaction well, I, of the people around I, us better well, than me because I, I was I just apologizing. I can't, but. and I'll tell you why. Well, first I'll say, yeah, you were, you were, I took you a picture, real, real quickly. I took a picture of the floor and your feet mm-hmm. a little bit of the aftermath. The bottle's not even there, but the, the it's covered in in, yeah. in in Bud Light, um, you know, really expensive beer all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, premium. The, um, premium lager. I took a picture of that for just so I could. Cause I was like, well, we're not going to forget this, but just so there's a like maybe. Want to promote the uh, the official Twitter handle of this podcast later? We'll post that picture up there. But immediately after taking the picture, I had my phone in my hand because I always do. So I'm addicted <laughs> to my fucking phone. Yeah. 
um, that I took a picture. I immediately put the, my. I remember putting my phone back in my pocket. I put my hand over my face and just looked straight down. And Every I remember, time I looked back at you, I just saw you just really disappointed. I'm like, I can't believe I thought it'd be an okay idea to be out there drinking with this guy amongst other humans because it always ends up with me doing something, either endangering the public in some way or just complete mockery, fool myself, whatever it might be. But in this particular case, I will tell you, and Anne said this actually to credit her, how goddamn lucky we were. Yes. And, and really, I was because I was at fault. I'm actually shocked, shocked and awed that that didn't come down high impact and just, you know, no, it wouldn't have knocked anybody out cold or killed anybody, but it definitely would have gashed the shit out of someone's skull. So you were shocked. And I would have had a real serious situation on my hands. You were in shock and awe that there wasn't fire and fury. (laughs) Fire and ice. (laughs) So yeah, Um, we're going to jump into music interlude here. Uh, We were thinking about doing a little doo-wop actually on this one. No, but it's funny because you said that everyone got soaked. Nobody really got soaked except you. Well, there was that one guy sitting that I had to okay, apologize but the, to. The, the reason I was going to say that, he was drenched. the reason that it was actually a drenching was because I remember watching it in the air before I got embarrassed and put my head down for you, was that it was spinning mm. and it was like, you know, almost doing a cartwheel as we talked about in the last one with Brock Lesnar, as you said, uh, doing yeah. the pirouettes. <laughs> it was almost like that. It was spinning in the air and I swear it got stuck in like some time vorks, vortex. <laughs> And uh, it was spinning there for a while, and I'm looking at this, and like you said, you went back to your store and started talking. The hang time still, on this thing was ridiculous. But as now, I'm thinking about, I'm watching it. It's just like a sprinkler head just spinning <laughs> out because it was like a full, and it's just spinning everywhere. I'm surprised it just it wasn't. It was like, you know, the Yankees just won the World Series champagne yep, bath exactly, in, the, in the locker room. Exactly, you should have Susan John over there. <laughs> we could we literally could have panned up and been like, oh my god. That is Roger Clemens inside George Steinbrenner's box. Side note, I was at that I was at that game. I love it. And I was also on TV that night because they interviewed a bunch of mm. people outside. You actually mentioned that. Yeah. I remember you told me that story recently. It was a good time. It was, it was pretty time. crazy. Uh, no, that, Sue's, Sue's, MMA the talk. Ho- Sue's the hoppiest ass. <laughs> yeah, hashtag MMA. <laughs> Susan Waldman, hashtag MMA. Um, She's a big fan. Uh, well, listen, again, I'm sure that didn't translate. I'm sure it translated with Dan telling it just as poorly as it would have yeah, if I told it. Worse. Um, and I did rob half the story anyway. I couldn't help myself, but it was totally outrageous. And for, for whoever is listening at this juncture, which would be our closest friends, you guys would appreciate the fact that I would do something a that ridiculous, be so careless generically once I have a couple in me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it just, I, I don't want that to, um, to get overshadowed by the fact that it might be, you know, like hyperbole, like I said. That, that bottle had to have gone up in the air 15, 20 feet because it was so ridiculous. It, it just, it just never came down. I was like, okay, I guess we're good. I guess it just got like, it just got caught up in the netting up there or something like, we're yeah, cool. Like, netting up there. you know, you know what I'm saying though? And, and <laughs> the reason I'm, I'm saying that is because I was like nervous for a second and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll just forget about it. It's been up there so long. There's no way it's going to come down. Right. Fuck it. We're good. And then I know where it comes down and inevitably, thank God no one gets so hurt like- and it doesn't shatter into bits. It actually just kind of breaks very nicely in half and calls it a day and we left. Shockingly, gravity kicked in, is what you're saying. Yeah, I was actually, yeah, 9.81 uh, meter per you. second squared. Look at you. Even, yeah. That's just the acceleration. Yeah, I met, it's metric, but uh, you know, I'm not going to do the Physics, conversion. Really, but yeah. Well, metric metric units is what I'm saying. Oh, Thank great. You. Terrific. Thanks. Thanks. Dan, I, I was Dan. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Rithpatek. Maybe, maybe you could call me Mikey Integer with the decimals, <laughs> but I'm like a librarian with the Dewey Decimal System. All right. So. <laughs> you have to cut me off. The Dillies are kicking in. They always oh, do. And boy. these 40s we thought would be nice because we're not going to be cracking. <laughs> we're not going to be well, blasting beer cans open. 
I personally enjoyed it, but Dan said, you know, it's a little offensive. The noise is very loud. Okay, fair enough. Now we've just got these massive bottles of BL, and the point is to get through it uh, so that it's not, you know, room temperature by the time you get to the bottom. So yeah, that'll be part of, our, part of our goal here, and uh, you won't have to worry about the intermittent, you know, which inevitably will happen with cans. Yeah. Um, so, so listen, we, we decided this episode, like, like uh, Alan Borum said in the opening, that tonight actually, I mean, I don't know when we will actually get to publish this, excuse me, but um, tonight there is a fight night on FS1. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some good, um, there's some good fights. There's some good. There's, more than anything, I feel like this card that has some good names on it, and they're either using um, them, at either stepping stones or just to, to sell it or whatever. But or just trying to get or trying to put some new people on. There yeah, are some retreads so. as well. A lot, some lot of people guys, who've but, been uh, who've been you know a lot of long layoffs. Well, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. Trying to put them back on and put them yeah. on the map and, and kind of not reintroduce, but, but give like, some other names and an opportunity to, to maybe yeah. jump off there. Well, names I mean, because if you start to, just just to mention the main event, yeah. um, I mean, I'm not even. Well, don't mention it because you don't know the guy's name. Exactly. So let's, let's just well, throttle back. And, and, and I think it's I think it's fair enough that I don't feel bad that I don't know the guy's name because we were talking about this earlier this morning. I think when you called me that. Yeah. JDS, Junior uh, Dos Santos, for, for, for those that don't know, uh, is fighting this guy. And I go, yo, Lombardo. It's <laughs> a good way to describe he's fighting this guy. Yeah, because so. I ask, that's what I said. I'm like, his last name's Ivanov. Russian, I mean, that's yeah, not too like, bad. So Both of us this guy, I go, I go, I go on UFC. I was telling you this. I go on UFC.com and literally, because it's the next, fi- earlier this week, they, it's still so there if you go to it, sure. that you you pull it up and, they, and, you know, it's the main event. So they have that as the face, literally. Two faces of the main event are always like you know the, not poster but you know the, the poster boys if you will oh, of the it. card. Yeah, but that's not if you go to UFC.com. Blagoy so, Ivanov. So the point was if there's a picture of JDS and right mm-hmm. next to it is just a silhouette of nothing. So it's so like you got a main card. You're obviously trying to put this guy on because you know as as we're talking about and people that uh, watched the last pay per view know there's kind of uh, I don't want to say a void. Well, yeah, I guess a void of upper echelon talent to at challenge at heavyweight. Oh, for sure. No so, question. It's always been a pretty thin division. It's always right. and athletic enough guys. And we talked about the volatility, especially at that, at that weight level. Yeah, yes. for sure. But, yeah. I mean, it's so many of the – you don't want to – you're going to put Overeem back in there. You're going to do this. Yeah. Gonna, so, basically, we're kind of just waiting for Kane. Some of these guys' chins, too. I mean, look, they, they – you know, you could get into a few wars. Like, even the war that Stipe got into with JDS, you know, while he was mm-hmm. on his incline. And that was a tiny, tiny step back. But it was really a lateral move, actually. I'd probably say he – you know, Stipe benefited more than JDS did from that loss Lateral because was a smart, yeah, or good way to put at, it you know, at, at the end of the day, I feel like it was it was a razor thin decision loss. But everybody said, "Oh my God, this guy can bang with with a guy like JDS for all that time and go to decision with with." I mean, there were some really really heavy blows, and it said a lot about JDS. Obviously, also fair enough, but we learned something new about a guy like Stipe in that fight, and that was a fight where you said, "Okay, he's ready for the the highest level in this." In, uh, in this division, and here we go. We've got a new contender. So he was kind of born, would even in a loss. There, he was it's born. weird. Like when you're saying that, would you say that he, like that made him ready to be under the lights? I would absolutely say oh, so. Okay. I mean, I think he was probably. I feel like you probably should have said that. I don't know if he was me. ready for our podcast by then, but I, you know, well, and I know that's not what you meant. But at this stage, times. coming off a loss, you know, it might be a little desperate. Maybe, uh, maybe he calls in. Listen, it wouldn't be the furthest uh, stretch. I don't think. I'm also taking a look at our 40s. I just want to make sure that we stay even. Mm. Or I'm, I'm not. I don't feel like before. I'm going too too quick. No, not at all. I just didn't want to be the guy that right they call me a bitch for like whatever. Sure. Um, I appreciate appreciate the fact that you're uh, you're keeping an eye on it. 
That was a heavy um right there. I, I probably do it all the time, but now here it is. More. You're Look right. It. Look Boom. At this. Still there. Thank you. You know what? You know what it looks like, guys. It, any, I don't know if anybody has you know plays the game or whatever. I'm gonna say, does anybody know? Is it UFC four now? They're up to UFC four. The video I game. I want to talk to you about that off air, but yeah, no, I don't know because I feel like I should get it that because I think that would add good content if we. If and we'll fight be, each other over that. I think I'm going to get it. When I go yeah. home, I'll bounce. We can't it. fight real life, so I figured if we just <laughs> well, click a bunch of buttons, that'd this be great. This is a good time to talk about it. I have already. Hold on, time out. The proverbial Was it here or the old one? It was here. It was here, not the old one. Because you can see the spot. My blood's still inside the floor over there. I don't know what, how, whatever, how it initiated, because it wasn't like a thing that was like escalating. It was just all of a sudden, it was like, all right, we're going to start grappling. I was taking a piss. And I think you made a joke, but I was drunk enough to be like, oh, I'm offended enough by that. <laughs> You're one like, yeah, yeah, it was one of those like, yeah, I can't let my, my pride won't let me swallow that. Let me go double leg him for no reason. And that's what I did. So I and, pulled uh, guard. Yep. You kind of like half jump guard. I half took him down. We didn't, we, there was no slamming going on the wood floor, thankfully. Right. Uh, not that I put that past us per se, but <laughs> in, in this situation, we were just composed enough not to violently injure so each to other. Be, to be fair, to, 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 to tell you what happened is that basically Lombardo and May is, but it's not even funny. I mean, it's not close. Clearly, strength-wise, it's much stronger than me, but technique-wise, I mean, <laughs> it's not even close. I mean, no, 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 what, no what, he what, likes, what, if, if you're going to say there was a winner, but the, the, the funny thing about it was that I, I, I cut him open. I, I don't even know where. I, was, yeah. I don't know how aware, but I, I cut you open, and my shirt had blood on I'm like, fuck. And then I realized it was you. I'm like, no, you're bleeding. You lose. That was so funny. Yeah, that, that obviously <laughs> shattered my pride even more. I was just like, I felt like Ben Stiller in Zoo. I'm like, he made me bleed my own blood. Is that that is? is Turns that out that's right dodgeball. God damn it! Yeah. Come on. Well, I have a feeling come I was on, going bro. the wrong way there. Listen, if there's ever a movie quote, then you're in, you're in uh, doubt. Just ask me. I got you. Ninety percent of my comedy comes from other stuff. So. Yeah, I'm you know, I think I'm, it's probably time for me to. All right, call. see you later. I'm out. I just. And I'm back. And we're back. Um. So there's one other thing that we do in general, and we've told you this before. We, we're just going to put a fight on in the background. It kind of keeps the, the UFC you know, blood flowing. Mm. And anytime we go off on these totally outlandish uh, tangents, which Could we tend to back. do, both of us. Yeah, every once in a while, hopefully one of us make eye contact with the TV, and we go, oh, shit, that's a nasty elbow. And then maybe it, it kind of gets those the, the UFC and the MMA juices going again. So for this one today... We thought it was uh, it was very relative in terms yeah. of what we said from episode trace. So it's kind of a nice segue. We have this UFC 25 greatest MMA. Uh, Jesus Christ! I need to I need to just wait a little bit. It's like you're U- talking to the UFC lady back t- at uh, Best Buy game. MMA, UFC, MMA, MMA, UFC, Delta. The top 25 greatest fights, at least as UFC says it is. These are all decisions, like Dan had mentioned earlier, to me off air, but. These are some really good wars, and I think we're down to, like, number seven here. So we've just been DVRing it just so we can kind of pull them up as we go and we don't have a particular, uh, particularly involved agenda for a big-end pay-per-view or something. So we've got Jones and Gustafson. It's back from 2013. That's how far back this fight goes, which surprised me a little bit. I guess that makes sense. Time flies. Uh, But, yeah, five years ago because I think it was September I saw earlier. So almost five years. And Look at Rashad's arm. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're, boy, they're, so warm. they're showing the highlights before the fight. Yeah, That's why yeah. But but regardless, I guess we're gonna have this going in the background. It's you know it's a five round war for those of you who haven't seen it, and those of you who have not, you definitely definitely should. Um, Jones was probably just starting to get into enough trouble and enough BS, you know, outside the cage to to kind of either draw the line in the sand with the fans. Either people were gonna were gonna get on Team Jones because they wanted that that bad boy, so to right. speak, or people were just getting tired of the bullshit and saying, that was me. "You know what? He's had enough wins by now. Fine. You know, it gets a little bit 
sexy for people, even who are, who are a guy hasn't done anything wrong, but you want to see him get knocked off that pedestal. He was starting to look like he was unbeatable, but the confidence and it was beyond swagger at that point, that arrogance at that point and what he was doing outside the cage between, you know, getting caught with the blow and the hookers, not saying none of us are jealous. Uh, you know, I like, think he almost killed a, a woman who was pregnant, pregnant at, a, at an intersection and then ran and, back and got his drugs and then dipped out of the cops yeah, for I 24, mean, 48 hours. So he's had his, obviously, incident after incident. But somewhere in the mix there, I, I don't remember when it happened. I said pregnant lady as if, like, driving into a, 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 another human being is a bad Right, that, yeah. Like, just being, it was, it was two, two humans. Two there was one and a half humans. That's, so I'm that's just trying what to, I was mad trying about. Two you know, humans. If you're a pro-life guy, you know, I mean, it really depends. Are you a... We're not getting We're not getting political. We're going to totally joke about that. But... There was a, just to give you an idea of the timing of it, I think this fight was a fight where a lot of people were pulling for Gustafson. And I don't know if that necessarily jaded their opinion of it. I think this fight mm. was that close. I mean, you know, it, really hard to say. No one could be wrong in saying that they felt strongly that one or the other won the fight. I think, um, you know, the judges did a good enough job. He was the defending champion. And you got to, like Dan had mentioned off air again, to beat the champ, you know, you really, really got to seize the title and take it from him. However, you know, looking at it and scoring it really closely, which neither of us have done in advance of this, right. you know, you might you might draw a conclusion that Gustafson won this fight. I mean, he definitely impressed us and did some things that nobody else was ever able to do to that point or to date against one John Jones. And, you know, we're kind of hoping that um, that the powers that be at the UFC and maybe all these other extending circ- extenuating circumstances lead to a rematch, I think, of the highest magnitude just below that Brock and DC fight, if it ever does. So yeah, I just on this fight, like I was saying to you beforehand, I was like, when I watched this live, when it happened, I was like, I thought Gustafson won. Even though he was the challenger, yeah. I thought he did enough. At the to, time, to, I remember feeling the same way. So. And, but I did, when the when they were reading the, the, the scores, the judges' scorecards, I was like, I can see where they could give it to Jones because he's the champion. But it, so yeah. it was close enough for me to be like, all right. And you're right. But I think I might have prize been... fighting, whether you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, prize fighting has a history of that. And there's certain unwritten things that you know. I don't know about the home, the the home, you know, advantage, so to speak. Like, oh, Michael Bisping in in, in England, you got to beat the shit out of him. No, he's not. If he wasn't the champ, like, no. I want to see a fair fight. Well, yes, but I I do think there's something to that though because I think the, the crowd, thing? yeah, because the crowd, I think. Because if, if no, if, I think if, there's if, an advantage. I'm saying from a judge, like from no, a, yeah, from the judge's standpoint. Because every time, let's say, that, let's say that, that when he fought Hendo in, in, in England, London, wherever yep, the fuck yep. it was, like, same thing. But um, I think it might have been Manchester. It doesn't matter. Point is, let's name some more places in the <laughs> just, entire United Kingdom. Just keep going, UK, even yeah. though they're all Northern Ireland, potentially relevant. So I don't know if no, I I do know that this is a thing because when I, whenever the hometown boy. Even lands a jab. No, everyone true. goes nuts. Even when they miss, Whereas, they, they, yeah. intend, they take I it as a, as a strike. Everyone, like I said, humans are emotional, emotional people, which makes no sense. Homo sapiens are emotional humans. <laughs> yeah. That they're like, oh, so like, because you, you know how like people are like, how can three judges see it totally different? But sometimes all the action is on one side of the cage. Or you have an angle where you're not seeing this yeah, thing land as clean fair. as much as the other one. So like someone can land a clean shot, the other guy who's not the hometown guy, and the crowd is like, well, whatever. No, you don't need much. I mean, even a guy yeah. as, as a student so as Rogan, fight, there's that times where he's difference. calling it live. No, no, the thing is, and, and you misinterpreted because I, I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't misinterpret. I just in. didn't listen to you. I tuned out because you were yeah, fucking killing mean, monster, why, 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 why would you? <laughs> no, I, 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 think, I think it is a real thing in terms of having a true effect on the judge's perception of the winner, and it does affect wins and losses in, in the record books. That, I think, is true. What I'm saying is, in terms of you having to take it from the champion, that's a different thing because in prize fighting, yeah. 
people's perception going into a fight on neutral territory is he's the champ. Let's see if the contender can definitively take this fight, even if it's a decision, right? The other side of it is, should you have to do the same and go to the same lengths and beat somebody by, by a bigger margin because it's on their home turf? My point is, okay. no, they yeah, shouldn't. Yeah. However, yes, to your point, which is 100% accurate, 100%, um, there, there is a distinct difference and advantage in reality. It does translate to, particularly on the judges' scorecards, and maybe even at times the pressure that the referee feels to stop a fight and or probably a better example is to allow a fighter to continue if he's absorbing too much damage. Something we probably won't get into in depth on this one, and that wasn't the case here. We didn't have a finish in this fight that will be rolling in the background. But I guess my point is even people down to the refs who find themselves to be, you know, as objective as they can be in a guy like Herb Dean or you guys know how I feel about him, so I will not dive down this rabbit hole. But for, for better or worse, Big John McCarthy is very well respected in the MMA community. And he does rep um, this fight, which is great. And he does rep this fight. So that'll be the nice thing about going back to these old fights and watching them is that I can still have these wrinkles and opportunities to just jab and tag up Big John. I love it. I love uh, it so you know, much. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, I guess uh, he deserves it more than but others. Again, just but just in closing with this, and we'll move on to something else, but – it, I, I, I understand. I understand all that, and I'm not even saying I d- disagree with it. That mm-hmm. that's like the unwritten policy, um, but it should be like whoever won, whoever won, won. You know, I don't disagree. Regardless, I mean, you know, I don't care if it's razor, razor thin. Yep. But if it's razor thin the, to the challenger, then he won or she won. It's like no, I think I think that's totally true, and it, it gets it gets tricky. I mean, I think some of this fight metric stuff has improved a lot. How much do these things get adopted by the actual organizations? Not so much. I mean. They use it to kind of give you some graphics and things like that, but they're not they're not adding it into, and I shouldn't even say the promotions. The promotions obviously use it because it's sexy and it helps the graphics and it helps everybody do the evaluation on these shows, the preview shows, the weekly UFC Tonight show and all this. It actually is really, really beneficial for takedown defense and percentages and striking accuracy, significant strike counts. All those things are really valuable Exit for sport. Exit below. <laughs> yeah. Launch. 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 But no, all those things are very important because a lot of the, the more established sports they have these these metrics and they have this data, you know, a lot more data, obviously, in the bank. And then these statistics do a lot for evaluating people and their standing within the sport. If you're going to take somebody, you're going to try and rank them, not just based on on record, but based on some of these other things. I think they need to kind of evolve and get to the point where they're they're. Where you, how many times are you going to click that? Phone? I know you opened it and closed it. I know, times, I know, but I keep thinking and I'm watching of, you gingerly try and cover it in so an echo chamber it. in no, the hand. I don't know how much more of this I can fucking witness without calling you on it. I know, I know. I, I saw mean, you on like let's talk about it. Like, it's just like write this down because it's funny because the whole point of what I'm trying to do right now yeah. is write down a couple of things yep. um, that the whole we've tried to explain what this episode is going to be about, yeah, and we are now at minute. 38. But that's good because that's what this episode is right. about, is that it's about nothing. Well, well, right? It's kind of like well, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. It's a show well, about right. nothing. But what I was going to say is that the point of this episode, like, you, like we're going to say it again, mm-hmm. there is a card tonight, and yes. we can talk about it if you want, but we thought, listen, there's going to be a lull before the next pay-per-view. We don't know what each other's schedules and whatnot, if we're going to be able to get together. We had an opening today that we were both free. I'm always free. Alan <laughs> <laughs> Barham may Shockingly, have. Shockingly, Dan, I know yeah, what's going on. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, I wrote down a bunch of things and I was like, hey, this would be a good time of some stuff that we've mentioned in previous episodes. Yep. Say, hey, let's dive a little bit deeper into, hey, weight cutting, the ranking system, 
Um, you know, Dana White being Dana, a complete to- tool shed and an idiot about. So you're just gonna stuff. do a full on agenda um, breakdown? Now. Well, no, but I'm just saying uh, what we might. We're, I don't even. I doubt we're gonna get to all this stuff, and I have other. We have other things that we want to talk about as well. Um, pay structure, all, all a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. So the point was, we'll, we'll, I wanted to kind of almost preview the, the idea of this episode going to, for today, but also going forward that hey, when we don't have a big pay per view that we're either previewing with our picks mm-hmm. and or breaking down afterwards. That you know we're not going to go a month or two without uh, an episode, or where we want to keep putting out content. And, well, yeah. we enjoy it, but you know just to, to stay relevant uh, with the five of you. Yeah. Um, that you know we have this is going to be one of those episodes where it gives us a little bit more free reign because we there's some, there's times that I can't even count how many times in three episodes that we've done already where I'm like, all right, I don't even, I, yeah, we talk about the I'm, I don't even want to get into that. Or that's yep. a story for another day. Mm-hmm. Like my Connor obsession. Like I said, the weight cutting, I was oh, like, yeah. I don't, the rankings, I'm like, oh, it pisses me off and what I don't want to get into it. Or it was funny because on episode dose, I, I happened to say, because I don't, I don't know why it came up, but I was like, oh, because we were talking about the ramifications of DC winning or losing, which is ironic because we almost like foreshadowed it, even though even though it kind of was bandied about, it wasn't, nobody knew that Brock was going to show up. And I was like, oh, God, I fucking hate Brock yeah. in the episode dose yeah, that's true. before it even happened. So it was, it was almost uh, fortuitous, if you will, that we were like talking about these certain things. And... Alan Bottomley made a good point before we were at Best Buy um, talking about, you know, we really got to get on publishing these things. Right Again, last episode was a, excuse me, I don't want to say disaster, but there was so many different things and there was so much things, uh, so many um, editing things that had to be done um, from that aspect. Yeah, so I mean, it, took, when, it took a little while. I thought to trying to be objective. I thought there were some really good pockets, like I said, but. We don't have to justify know, the, or whatever. The, the overall bottom, yeah. The, so, uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't our best point. The, the, the point is that we want to get out right away because we both noticed throughout the week, this this past week, after we did that, we we recorded that Sunday morning. Yep. And then I was reading things Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. That were like, listen, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not even like, it's not a thing where like we had some hot take, some amazing thing that right. was like, oh, hey, so like, you know, yeah, it wasn't some like Nostradamus type shit. Yeah, it and it wasn't like, like, oh, they stole our idea. Like, it was a thing, but I don't want people we want to a time think, stamp right, we don't want people to be like, oh, well, you got that from this or yeah. this guy. We don't want to, we don't want to become thought of as parrots, and there's going to be times where it's inevitable that, well, yeah. you know, we're all going to agree with the, the MMA community or Ariel will say something, you know, hours before we do or days or even a week or two before we do. That's fine. That's well and good. We're going to agree and disagree on, on Yeah, we'll surpass each other anyway. So. Yeah, but I mean, like, look, anybody could get a big beak and a mic. I mean, that's what I got right now, and I think I can I can, I can, can match up with them pound for pound. You know what I'm saying? Um, so Dan, Dan, Dan uh, I guess, appreciated that beak comment. He almost, he's dripping. He's dripping. No, because you were wanting I, to know if he was leaking out of his ass reminded, a couple episodes ago. He's leaking out of his schnoz this time. It certain, I don't even know how to do, tiptoe around this one. Oh, no. Please no. don't. I, the beak? Yeah. A certain um, event that we were at that you made a comment about a certain um, group of people's beaks. Forget it because it's, it's too close. It's too close. That to sounds home. yeah. That <laughs> sounds. <laughs> this is pumping. That man. sounds touchy. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I've never commented about anybody's beak in my life. Next. Uh, next topic. No. Um. Actually, what I don't know what were we talking about with Ariel. That we're gonna surpass him. No, we just we're just saying we're gonna. I'm just gonna make sure in the description when we publish these episodes. That was the point of this. Yeah. We're gonna put the date when we recorded it, just so that it doesn't get misconstrued that we essentially just read something on an, in an article and parroted right. it. You know, we had a, a couple of really really good points. At least, at least we, we thought they were. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else did. We made some points that I thought were were 
were very good points, very accurate, and, and turned out to be, um, you know, very relatable by the time that the event and the dust settled. And like I said to Dan, when I was watching after the fact, they talked about top one, two, three in the world. And they talked about how Daniel was in that top two conversation regardless, got all these takes about GSP being number one, uh, you know, Bisbang picked them as well as Kenny, Florian that is. Daniel made his case it, it, right on the, on the UFC Tonight episode on Wednesday. And that stuff all happened well after we did our recording, you know, on Sunday morning. So it kind of just felt like, ah, I just wish we could justify that a little bit better. Now, again, yeah. nobody's really right. So this is not matter. for a lot of years at the moment. We're not we're not necessarily losing sleep over it, but it's just these parts of the evolution of the things that we're going to do to make sure that we improve them. I think it gives us a little bit more notoriety to at least say, look, this is when we said this and it's established that way uh, in the event that people start, you know, getting into it with us on social media or something like that. We, we, we got enough, we got enough shit that you can come at us with. We don't need you coming at us uh, thinking that, you know, thinking we're stealing content. So at, at minute 44, I guess the point is we're going to, ex- this episode is about explaining about explaining. Yeah. We're just going to explain everything to you uh, with regard to the explanations. <laughs> All right. So yeah. honestly, I mean, I guess this is going to be at least. And we're the, out. <laughs> I don't <laughs> The, the, uh, I guess the, 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 the I, I'm going to, I'm going to, Throw, throw Should I flip this fight on just to get a roll in the background? Well, yeah, do that while, while I moments. ask you, because we're at, coming up a minute 45 here of the first hour, so this is obviously going to be more than an hour. So, um, But, I mean, n- now looking at the time and what we, we haven't even touched any of this stuff yet, yeah, so, and I don't want to rush through it because we, yeah. we can Look, leave, we can we leave stuff for other episodes. We don't have a reason to, to stop. I mean, if this one goes two hours, I mean, no skin off my back. I mean, we're and even with that, I don't think we anyway. will cover everything. So my, my, my point to you is, we could do something here for like 10, 15 minutes, cut it, go, go to the next one. But I mean, do we need to? Well, oh, no, yeah, because we've got to. You know yeah. what I mean? But yep. not right, not right this second. Yeah, but I just want to say, like, oh, I guess throw it to you and say, what, what would you want to jump into first here? So this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump into a topic that kind of is all encompassing and let us just riff on it a little bit. And Let's that's riff. that's just kind of the 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 overall basis of the show. <laughs> no. You know, we've, no. we've said we've we've said it before how like there's there's manipulation with Dana White and what have you. Manipulation. It's not just about Dana, it's about the fact that you know, this this singular promotion that does kind of have a lot of ownership over uh, a sport that has become mainstream and, and really has picked up so much steam along the last, I don't know, maybe the last five years it's really taken a big boom, but it's the last ten or fifteen years this this sport has completely erupted in the states and now internationally again. So yeah, you get you get to see this thing completely erupt and there's really only one main player. Somebody comes in with big money, they back Bellator. All of a sudden, okay, we've got a couple people that can compete contractually. Uh, when when some fight contracts end up expiring and things of that nature, that's fine. But with regard to Dana White, I think we can go you know more than one direction. So we don't have to sit here and you know kind of dial in on one thing and then the next. He does a lot. He plays a lot of games and. Yeah. This stuff, whether whether it is all Dana or not, or before before Lorenzo and the Petita brothers, you know, moved on and and passed the torch to this conglomerate, neither of us can say. You know, did 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 the Petita brothers have influence over the way that Dana made some of these decisions? I mean, the way that I've heard a lot of stuff in the background, the way the fighters look upon them, I'm sure they've been in a in a room, you know, behind closed doors plenty of times and, and agreed with the things he was doing for sure. There's other times where I've had you know situations where you've heard gripes with fighters which is something we're going to talk about next that yeah you know they've had situations where they were not they were completely unwilling to ever sit down in, in a room with dana white again unless one of the fertitas were there or they would right. only run their stuff through the the matchmakers at the time joe silva um 
LDJ, Little Dick J. Um, at the time, Joe Silva, as well as the Fertitas, you know, there were fighters like that that were really notable fighters that wouldn't even go to Dana because of some of these disputes. Now, this is this is a circular conversation. So the reason I'm saying this globally first is that there's there's pay issues with the way these guys are not getting guaranteed show money and win money and bonus money and discretionary finance and all these things. Right. There's issues with camps. Uh, Only one or two guys or depending on where they're going, who's getting, you know, travel expenses and meals and, you know, who can become part of part of the camp or or part of the cornerman group. One, two, sometimes three guys. Again, kind of a discretionary thing. Is there favoritism going on? Who knows? These things are all kind of lurking in the shadows. This is not this is not a sport that has decades and decades behind it and so many eyes on it, so many layers of, you know, whether you want to say bureaucracy or not, there's not a lot of layers behind it. We can go to all these tiers of organization and, and structure there. Right? And maybe we can get the, and maybe this would be better to hold off, but knowing my brain, even writing it down off the get, is that uh, with all the things that we can talk about with this, the, the, in our opinions, the, the mishandling, I guess, of fighters yeah. and situations. No, I think that's really, that's, lead, that's all I had to say. No, that's is, the best is, way to right, say is, is that it'll, it, it, it's, this all, this is all kind of simmering and kind of like, uh, you know, I it's feel like, like a I feel, time bomb. Right, it's right? a time bomb to, I mean, to what could be a whole episode again. Like I've talked about there's so many issues that we, the unionization. Well, of, yeah, I, mean, I stopped myself fighters. from even saying that in the sense that I was saying that, that, that representation when I started this, because that, that is a, that is a big conversation and it kind of gets a, I, I, do I want to say boring? Maybe to some of you, it's not, right. but it is a bit of a dull kind of. I don't know. It's it's a pretty a bland. And it's kind of like Dan's picks when we do these fights. It's, wow. it's bland, right? Wow. If that white wow. rice, the we one card, this we don't kid is really right? feeling his um, If, if so, we had the Max Ortega fight, I'm sure I would have been up. So yeah, for for out. a guy for a guy who finishes so quickly and can't you know doesn't have any kind of stamina, it, he stays away from the finishes when it comes to the fight picks. It's interesting. I see what you did there. Yeah, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't blame it. It's just it's just. Just, Billy I, Madison, don't no. <laughs> I don't know that one, but again, I don't even know who Ben Stiller is. Apparently, uh, so, I mean, who am I? Um, so I mean, look, we're, I think where we wanted to start with this because it's it's really really kind. And then if we want to start, <laughs> no, just with the just with the, <laughs> the manipulation and and the management of fighters. Here's an ex fighter, but a guy who who's has so much traction in the MMA community and now in the comedy sector as well. Oh, Brendan Schaub. Now there's been this ongoing thing, uh-huh. and I can't say exactly where it started, but it looks like. As of, it was yesterday, right there? As of no. yesterday, or the day before. It was a few days ago. Okay, whatever. I shouldn't even ask. By the time this is Within published. the last oh. couple of days, who gives a shit what it was, we got another look inside the window from the outside that there might have been something else going on and another uh, reason. Getting sloppy. Uh-huh, why Dana has issues with Brendan because these boys were wearing those little Eskimo suits in the Arctic together, oh apparently. Oh, boy. And I mean, and for those I, you who know, don't know what Eskimo brothers are, you might want to like Urban Dictionary. Yeah, that's that when up. you both dunk your dicks in the same badge, kids. That's well, that's what happens. So if you want it, if you're always going to get it straight from this duo, at least for me, uh, that's when you drop your, you go balls deep in the same badge. And I always thought, now, I'm, I'm sure yep. here we go. Yep. I was under the impression that further than that, yep. it was going raw Oh, and finishing okay, well, oh. As, as well. I didn't know. I don't know all the. But I don't think I don't know, you know. either if that really. Well, I think in, in Look, way. I'm sure they both finished. I'm sure. I'm sure Ronda made sure. And that's to, where we're going. Ronda Rousey point. apparently. We know she banged shop because they right. they were an item that, and they're admittedly they were together. Right. And I think anybody who knows you know, Dana White has has quite the uh, the affliction for 
for one Ronda Rousey. He the always, affinity he, I would have went with. That affliction, too. you're thinking apparel for MMA. No, why is that? What does affliction mean? Affliction means I'm afflicted with a disease. Okay, well, that's break, breaking news. Dana White has herpes. No. <laughs> All right, bad job on me. I mean, I, I, you know, linguistically not exactly the most gifted, apparently. And you were shitting um, on C State as far as their whatever. And yeah, you, and now their whatever. That's the way to slam the point on. Yeah, they're, they're not into their academic or, prowess. Yeah, right. what do you want there we to go. Said? Now we're getting there. Yeah, don't make me um, break out my floor. Look, regardless, yeah, I, my vocab is, is that not a thing to write home about. I need to rearrange myself. No, you're good. We put the we, we stuffed yeah, the blanket we, in the seats. We're soundproof. We soundproof Dan's butthole because it's making too much noise. Um. No, essentially what I was trying to say is now I'm, sw- now I'm sweating because I used the wrong words. I'm freaking out over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we always knew that Dana White had, you know, had a, a special place in his heart for Ronda and for a lot of other reasons. I don't want to – an affinity. Thank you, Dan, yeah. for saving me no once problem. again. By, by um, slamming you, got it. No, but he, you know, for, for all the right reasons, he has a ton of respect for her, yes. But there always seemed to be a little something yeah. more there. And, you know, it's almost like any of these other things like the wine scenes of the world, these other guys – Females oh who are trying to make a difference and, and do something, whether it's unprecedented, like what Dana, uh, what what Ronda was able to do and break into a promotion that you know Dana himself said that it, females would never be um, put on put you know put on the stage here, or if it's you know I don't want to name actresses, but all sorts of women who are trying to come up. Sometimes they have to do some risque things or, or you know blow the right guy uh, to get to where they want to be. Happens <laughs> in, in the comedy sector. It happens all over the place. This may or may not have been a situation where Rhonda felt like she had to do that based on some pressure that was, uh, that was, you know, imposed on her or they just had a thing who the hell knows. But, uh, you yeah, know, the, I mean, the, the it point depends is on the timeline seen, of it. Like if it was in the beginning, I can, I guess I could see how that, that could lead. You never into know. This. You never but, know. But if it was after that, she was already established thing. She, yeah. it, it might've been a, just a thing where. No, they might've just had, had something going there and that's, that's okay too. Look, he's a guy with a ton of money, a ton of power. Um, you know, Rhonda's got her own her own issues. And well, we're not saying that this has definitely happened, but the way that no, the, but I the, mean, we didn't mention there was this little Twitter. It could, war. It could have been just a stripper for all we know, and, yeah. and they went out one night, right. and Brendan's kind of having fun with it. But you know, there's, Dana there's, needs to be checked, and I'm just glad Job checked them. So you guys should go and take a peek at that, I guess, on social media. Yeah, they had a little back and forth on Twitter that got real sloppy, <laughs> and it's sloppier than sloppy. our last epi- episode, and. uh yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was, and it's weird because, you know, Dana never shies away from this stuff, and it's, it, it, but, but then again, he still tries to play like the bigger, the bigger man card. Has he been like, quiet as a mouse since that came out, though? I haven't. I, I'm not on Twitter as, like that, so I don't I'm know not on Twitter like that either. Although I, I, we will promote our, well, at least mine will for be the going forward, yeah. for the uh, for the show. But um, I mean, I check it here and there, and now I'll be on it a little bit more as far as strictly the MMA sites. But I, I get it through the fa- – I follow all the stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I was about to rattle off all of them, but I don't want to give them play. Like, you know, just – this is your number one source. No, absolutely not. Yeah, so, you need um, – I mean, do, do you want – I mean, I feel like we should uh, – No, no, no. I was going to just just let it go for another three, four minutes. We'll, we'll wrap this. Five, six, seven. And then we can clip it, and then I got to uh, – I gotta feed that hog over there, that big daddy uh, Murray man. In the oh, I think you're talking about your dick. I was no, like, no, do dog, I have to do I that? No, yeah. I put a feeding tube down there. It's like a catheter. I just feed it. <laughs> it's just growing constantly. Um, no, but Murray's got to get fed seven thirty. So I figure we'll just we'll just go until we kind of almost hit the buzzer, and then we'll we'll break and hit the segment too. Um, so I mean, I, listen, we didn't really get into the specifics of the, the, the Twitter beef, and that the, obviously there's been because I mean, it's a long-standing issue with them. Whenever, there was yes, something that popped up here. Whenever. Where, uh, 
Shab and even our boy Callum that we showed last night are on uh, Joe, the Joe Rogan experience, or even separately. Um, it's always a, it's always like a like almost like a weird kind of uncomfortability where Joe and Joe's got Keith a great relationship. Know, with yeah, they know that they him all the... that Brendan and, and Dana don't get along, but. Brennan would always try to downplay it, like, nah, no, nah, we're fine. Like, yeah, we don't. Yeah, so we don't like, talk. At this point, I don't think it matters. Yeah, he doesn't care. What does deal. he care about me? You know, you know, who cares? Yeah, I'm doing my own thing. He's doing his own thing. Yep. I'm not new. I'm not a fighter anymore. Yep. And you know, I had an issue with the Reebok and some other things, but like, I'm like, uh, for lack of really, not not a commentary, I guess pundit or whatever on MMA now. So like, he's allowed to have his own independent opinions, and yep. like, it's not like you know the UFC can really do anything. Uh, I think know, like he said, he's he's the reason why a lot of people continue to get excited about the UFC. I mean, he, he definitely isn't shy about his opinions, which is which is fine. I mean, he, he shouldn't be, and he has no reason to be. But in the same vein, he promotes the UFC as much as anybody. He's right. obsessed with mixed martial arts. This was his life for a long time, and, you know, he's very passionate about it. He has a lot of close relationships with the fighters still. And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, he's, he's an asset to the UFC and to Dana White, you know, whether he looks at it that way or not. And they're big enough that they don't need a guy like Brendan Schaub, and that's fine, okay. But, you know, he's got a tremendous following at this stage, and, um, I don't know. I just think it, like, to I, be I honest, can never put just... my finger on it, and it's kind of evident there's more to it, and it's more of a personal twist. Whether right. this is about Ron there or not, that was there's, my a, there's, point a, there's that a personal element. There was always there was a, there was clearly something there, and there's some bad blood, but right. all, and they, it pops up here and there, but it's never gotten clear. But it it, it seems that it, it's gotten, and he even kind of says like, I've been trying to be the bigger man, or something. So we yeah. forgot how to start off. Like I've been trying to like be quiet and not like whatever. And, but it seemed like it all just came out at yeah. once. Like yep. it was no, like, he did. Whoa. He did kind of so just clearly it was out. bottled yeah, up. So forward. don't tell me that it was like everything was fine. Like mm-hmm. he, he clearly was uh, not necessarily waiting to throw this. Hate no, I don't think but... he wanted it to get to this point. But it's finally like, look, if you're going to continue to pepper me unnecessarily, then this is what yeah. you're going to get. And I, and I like that. And I also there's an element to this too with Dana um, when he bullies these fighters, where yeah. it's like, look, at the end of the day, you can posture all you want with these guys, but they, I always have an issue with this. These guys can fuck your world up. Yeah. So it's fun to have all this money. It's fun to have the power over them from, you know, an administrative standpoint and from the promotion standpoint. And sadly, you know, you do have a lot to do with the, the financial gains and outcome for these guys in their futures, which mm-hmm. is sad, honestly, which is part of this discussion. But the other side of it is don't talk such a big game and feel like you can degrade these guys unless you'd be willing to do it behind closed doors where there's no video cameras and nobody else to go and, and call the cops on it. Let's see how you would handle Brendan Schaub in a, in, a, in a cage, you know. So it's not about that. I'm not trying to be all alpha and a tough yeah, guy. But my point like is, yeah. look, you know, you're allowed to have an issue with some of these guys or whatever. But the the aggression and the assertions from Dana White with some of these guys, he takes it so he he's so he's so disrespectful and so blatant with some of the stuff yeah. that it's like if you're gonna get to that level, you know, if I was one of these guys, I'd just be I'd be real comfortable with going up to him every once in a while and be like. Let's just not forget that I could completely fuck your world up at any moment. So you should check your mouth. You know, check yeah. yourself, check your mouth. And uh, look, I, I'm not trying to be immature about it, but I think there's something that it bothers me when a bully doesn't get checked. A bully yes. needs to get punched in the mouth. Dana White's never in a position to get punched in the mouth. Is my my overwhelming point here. And, yeah, um, and like you know, it, it bothers me. It's something that that does stew sometimes when I watch this. And kind real of stuff quick, like I think this is kind of uh, this will be okay. the last thing before we clip it. Is yeah. that I think it's really important to say, and I, I mentioned it either in the last episode, or the episode before. That I can see, I think it was last episode, but we talked about the Brock nonsense, where I yeah. can see a timeline, like an alternative timeline, or whatever you want to call it, where the UFC, at least, maybe not the sport, but UFC kind of devolves into complete nonsense with, you know, this WWE bleeding into it, where it's like, 
we're just gonna do ridiculous non you know what I mean like why Bellator puts on these freak fights or mm-hmm. other promotions mm-hmm. do it too where like but I feel like Dana do the, the way that he acts and 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 runs things because for you don't hear because you know there's no mouthpiece there's nobody really checking him either mm-hmm. yes the WME or whatever the hell it is that owns it now uh you know could it be like listen it's not good for business shut up but they pretty it seems like they're giving him free reign to do whatever he wants yeah. And it's never good to have, you know, for lack of a better term, a dictator running the whole fucking show. Yep. Nobody, there's nobody there to check him, ever. Like there's, there's nobody. Doesn't seem to be anybody above him that could be like, dude, that's not good practice. That's not yep. smart to be trashing your own fighters. Yep. Um, kind of like Shab was saying, not to steal his his shit. Like we were talking oh, about, that's what it's about but he was so like, can, why, so. why shit on Francis when he's could be one of your best assets going forward in the heavyweight mm-hmm. division? Like. Be like, listen, wasn't his, like, own it. Look, yeah, you know, own this it. is the human element right. of fighting. Own it. You know, it was a bad, a bad performance, mm-hmm. but you know what? We're going to build him back up, and, and we'll get there. So well, that's my point. It's like you trash this guy. I love for I love for Engano to just fucking just just you know bury a body shot into his rib cage. Yeah. Okay, so look, so, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut this right now. We'll be right back. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, Danny's gonna bring us back. Oh, I didn't even realize. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. So yeah, we. I mean, we're talking about specifically with 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 Dana White and, and Brandon Schaub, right? Uh, Brendan or Brandon? I mean, I think it's Brendan. Jesus Christ, bad, bad job by you, Brendan, but Brendon Schaub, uh, with Schaub, and um, but I mean, because we we were talking before we even started this entire podcast, but also in between, we had a uh, full disclosure. We had what a three hour intermission just now. Yeah, I mean the dog the, the dog is still getting. I mean, you know, listen, Mur- it's like five, Mur- yeah. six, seven pisses inside today. This is really Murray a troubling. Is thing. part of the pod. I get it, but like, I mean, listen, he. he I know your entire future depends on this. It really like does. I said the other night, Britney's, Britney's sons. I know everybody you know. I, I feel a significant obligation to everybody that's associated with you to make sure that this thing pops. I know. And Murray's dick is wrong. getting in the way. Literally. You know, and it's not no even control. that big. I mean, I'm, I got, I'm packing one in here. I think you got a bit more shaft than him, but you know, you're admittedly, you're a, you're a grower, not a shower, and Murray's that's true. Murray's pretty pretty endowed, you know, just on the natch before the lipstick pops up. You've never seen the lipstick, so. Oh, the Red Rocket? He's got, yeah, he's got a significant extra, extra layer to that yeah. thing. It's an exchange. Well, I'm proud for him. He's I mean, got a nice I'm red exchange. Okay. So what so else? Now that we got the, so that's, na- we figured we'd segue I, with my yeah, dogs there. I was so like, now we got that done. Do you want me to bring us back in talking about Dana blah blah? And somehow we ended up immediately talking about dicks <laughs> and, and this time the, your dog. Furry variety, yeah. Good lord. Here we go. Um, that's so why we don't need to plan anything. What I was just, saying, shut it. What I was saying <laughs> before uh, that ridiculous tangent was, um, this isn't like the first example of Dana White. And again, listen, Shab has a role in it, uh, obviously, as well. Yes. Like, it, this isn't a one-sided thing. But this isn't the first time that Dana has proven himself to be a fucking toolbox or handle things yeah. in the wrong way. Now, that he's supposed to be, you know, he's part owner. He's the president or whatever. He is, for all intents and purposes, he is the face yeah, of the, the UFC. He's the face of the greatest mixed martial arts organization yes. that's ever existed. And, and you know... All indications still point to the fact that this is going to be the case. I mean, it's not like any other big conglomerate is going to come in and just do it so much better that they're going to be able to rob and steal any of the history. I mean, you know, there's going to be plenty of organizations along the way. The sport is gaining so much momentum. I don't doubt the fact that you're going to see a lot of this stuff, local or national or even international. But at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be decades before somebody supplants the UFC, if that ever were to happen. And I don't expect it to ever happen, but... My point is, I guess, they're going to be the standard, you know, the golden standard 
for MMA going forward, um, as they should be. But in saying that, Dana just, he really does not conduct himself akin to any of these other uh, faces of these other major, you know, sports and organizations. Right. And I think a lot of, you know, comparisons have been drawn to like the Goodells and things like, exactly excuse me, things say, like right. this. Well, and, maybe Goodell's you know, a bad example. I know, right? But, he's a total schmuck. But, right. you know, again, he's going to be a little bit more conscientious of the of what he does on the mic or what he does on Twitter, how he interacts Absolutely. with fans. Dana has a willingness to kind of engage with the fans in a way that he doesn't have an issue telling a fan, like, listen, you're a pussy. That's the problem with you. Like, he said some outlandish stuff, outlandish stuff that uh, I don't have any examples I can cite. But I know that he actually said to somebody, like, you know, on Twitter or something like that, that, uh, that they're just like, a kid, like somebody who needs to get knocked out. I mean, you don't even know behind a keyboard if you're dealing with somebody with a mental condition or something. Like, there's just boundaries you and lines you can't cross with somebody with that platform. He he just doesn't know those boundaries. He's he's immature. In that right, way. and it's if, a problem. If, if it was like a, some independent organization that was trying to get some like, you know, uh, like media buzz, to get some clicks right? Or something, to, yeah, you know, where just, now that's why he's trying to play like both sides of, of the fence or whatever, or you know, of the, you know. Whatever, both sides of the fence. It doesn't make any sense when he's trying to portray the UFC as this, and it is should, and it kind of is mm-hmm. the gold standard. Like you yep. said, you said golden standard as the gold standard, <laughs> and be like, "Listen, I'm gonna buy you every time." Sneaks that in. That, you added a couple letters to that unnecessarily, yeah. so go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah, we don't Thank have that much time to be adding that letters. Appreciate that. Okay, we want to be listen. With the the Reebok deal, we we have uniforms basically yeah. now. So it's like it's not every everyone's all over well, the place. It's like, look, we're, we're gonna get uniform. it all cleaned up. We and got, we're gonna pay you less. Right, exactly. Yeah, we, great, we got great. the we got the ESPN deal of trying to legitimize it mm-hmm. as an actual sport and get it covered. I think that's official, it's, right? I don't know. About yeah, yeah, numbers, yeah, it but is. It starts much January first, I think, officially. Okay. Well, although, well, whatever. And you know, they're trying to be like this official sport. You know, we want to be taken seriously, blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you're going back and forth with a former fighter. Yeah. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. On Twitter, feels, feels talking like about some ridiculous right, shit that just degrades the the legitimacy of what you're trying to do, and that's again, and it pains me to agree with you. It keeps going back to my point that I see this timeline, and I hope it doesn't, for our sake and the pod's sake, <laughs> that it doesn't go down that 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 road of just becoming an absolute show in yeah. the wrong way. No, I agree, and it's it's scary. That part's scary. I mean. When you get absorbed by a large entertainment company, um, I'm so glad and, you didn't say conglomerate again. Yeah, because it's I true, but it just don't like it. Really. it no, I like don't like that word. It's right. Many, yeah, no, I know it's right. Yeah, I know. Now you have to. I, I, I got to run every word I say through you because uh, <laughs> my vocabulary is slipping dramatically as the beers flow. No, but I mean, it is it is worrisome, you know, because mm. it's something that you know. Not that we're trying to stay on job for the rest of the podcast, but these are things that he's come out and said. And he's not always right. I mean, he 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 takes he has hot takes at times, Shab, and sometimes spits off at the mouth with his quote unquote sources, and people kind of jump back down his throat that he's inaccurate. He just got into it with some people with you know some boxing managers and things about about the heavyweight fight that was supposed to go down that fell through. He got in with Chael with Col- about Colby and all is, that. Is that right? Never. Oh, I didn't he was hear upset. About that. He was Oh, this is a big thing. Oh, okay. apparently that because he got because um, Colby. I mean, I'm sorry, Chael. Chael. That you know that's that's Colby's. You know. Yeah, Colby's his boy, the both yeah. from Oregon, whatever, yep. and you know, the rest of the background, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that, he's obviously becoming a mouthpiece the same way. Chandler and he's, he's right, he's using the same thing, so he's like, why are, you, why are you pulling back the curtain basically on his thing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm. well, everyone is already in, in, kind of in on it, and if they're not in on it, you just you just expose it by saying. Mm. So the point was, I guess, he, I think he got mad at Joe Rogan, actually, for being like, Ooh, Joe Hart, yeah, for being like, 
why'd you say that on your podcast or whatever, saying like, hey, he's actually a good dude, like right, this is all right. like a shtick and blah yeah. blah blah. He wants like, he wants him to embrace he's that revealing, yeah. He's like so that... he Chad was upset that he that people were revealing the trade secrets yeah. that he's trying to sell a fight and it's all not real. So well, so I mean, he kind of got in which he kind of got mad at Shab too. But like, why why are you saying like all this stuff and blah blah and like even Shab to his credit was like. Yeah, I, was, I actually thought about being like going and turning this into a WWE beef just to bring up ratings for his new show with Ariel and mine and whatever. But he's like, I can't do it. I actually like Chael, but I just disagree with him. Like on this, like yeah. we all know this is shit, and like, us, well, I, I like if we the, pretend that it's not, like we're not. I'm not doing my job. Like, no, that, that's the thing that you appreciate about a guy like Shab, and there's there's not a ton of them out there. I mean, the authenticity, you know, in, in the things that he says. I think that there's something to the fact that. You know, whether you agree with what he says or not, like I say, at times, I mean, listen, this is not to take a shot at Shab. I mean, there's going to be plenty of people who are going to have their opinions about the way we, you know, we're conducting this as well. He's not perfect. Everybody, nobody's perfect. But I think Chael does a lot of things for show. Shab is just not that guy. You know, I mean, he mm-hmm. knows how to try to endear himself to the fans. And, you know, he, he's done a good job with the merchandising. He's taken this thing to the next level. He's been taken on by bigger platforms. And he, he had his space... Uh, in the McGregor Mayweather thing, I mean, yeah. this, this is no joke. You know, he he kind of hit it's the next 50 level. Fifty different podcasts. We can't even get one on the ground. <laughs> no, he he has hit the next level, and of course, he has friends on the inside to help propel sure. that too. But you got to be able to back it up. You got to be able to get on on you know on the stage. You know, with, with, with the stand up, he's done a great job that way. He's done solo individual shows. He's got his breakdown show that removes himself from from Callan, and then he's got this. This really, really good synergy with a stand-up comedian like Brian Callen to do another show. So yeah. he, he, listen, is he perfect? No. He does a lot of things right, though. And at the end of the day, something that you can't take away from the guy is the fact that he will be genuine with his words and his takes. And that's something that, unfortunately, is, as wise of a man as Chael is, and he's a very intelligent man, and he's you know politically very involved, too. He's a very, very Ugh. bright guy. Not, yeah. a guy who's, not a guy who's punch drunk. Not a guy you got to worry about that's slurring his words or doesn't have his shit together. Chael, Chael, don't don't get it twisted whether you agree with him or not. He's everything he does is with tact. You know, it's it's all no, prepared. Yes. And there's something no, that yes. you know. No, yes. No, he's not. Yes, but I agree. Yeah. You know, and and again, like Dan would say, for better or worse, and it it fits really well in that scenario because you love him for it. He's got great showmanship. It obviously got him a couple of huge fights. You know, with Anderson, it, it did a lot for his career, and it continues to. He's on the broadcasting team for Bellator. Yep. He's still somehow. You know, getting the fans to kind of whatever fans, not not the two of buy us anyway, but fucking... people to buy into the fact that maybe he has a competitive ability uh, within the top five or whatever in those divisions. I mean, he's in the heavyweight tournament, if I'm not mistaken, in Bellator, which is crazy yeah. talk. So, you know, he finds a way to talk his way in there, and every once in a while he backs it up and and, and surprise you. He choked out Shogun. That comes to mind as something that. No one would have expected at the time, not that Shogun was in his prime, but again, something no one would have expected. Didn't Forrest do that too? Well, look, I, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's something that's totally shocking. <laughs> well, I love it. But, awesome but, but it, it is in some way, you know, the fact that this is a jiu-jitsu guy, Brazilian guy, and someone that, you know, had more legitimacy to, I think, his, his resume and his, his MMA record. Uh, pride, you know, a little bit suspect. You got to look at it a little bit sideways there with what was going on with the enhancements. But... Chael, obviously, he's a guy who's popped a number of times himself, so he's sure. uh, he's no angel. And I think if they're going to get into a dispute and it's calculated and all this other stuff, I actually applaud Chab for not wanting to engage in it and saying, listen, okay, fair enough. I still respect you. I love you, but this is the reality. I, I like that. And I think that I hope um, – I, I hate trying to get ahead of ourselves because the people that are listening now that are close to us are going to think it's laughable. But the reality is I hope that we're going to continue to do things like that and not lose – 
you know, not, not lose ourselves in the weeds here of what we are, what's going to get more clicks, what's going to get more draws and things like this on Twitter and, and, and everything else. I just want to stick to what we are. And if you like it, you like it. And if you hate it, you hate it. Hopefully that both bodes well for us. We just hope not to have anybody in between. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to be disingenuous in order to reach one of those audiences. I want to just be what we are and, and let, you know, let the following become whatever it might be. Right. So just, you know? again, one, like, what else is new? To circle back to the, the point that we're coming into the second, second, second segment yeah, it's, was. It's, it's a country um, at this point. Yeah. Is, is, uh, well, Dana White, like we said, he's the face of it. But it's the UFC's practices, I guess, in general. But he usually takes the brunt of the criticism and you know reaps the rewards too when good shit happens. No, but if he's if but, he's personally going to get out there and he's personally going to take he's his name right. and and drag it around in the mud, it's nobody else's you know job to take to take the onus on that. I mean, right. as a company, and you're about to get into it when uh, they yeah, decide it's, not it's to pay and they me, decide yeah. not to do some of these things. I then, keep, I keep trying gotta, to segue to what we're going to talk about when we're coming in for it, break. You know, at the end of the day, I think Dana himself still uh, is is personally responsible for a lot of this nonsense, and not not every case. So go ahead, Dan, take it away. I'll. Uh, well, I'll I'm gonna. Just, I'm just gonna fuck my own mouth here and say, just to <laughs> keep the, the listening audience, because I said I, yeah, I want to consciously. Right. I, I said that I was gonna do this consciously, starting at this uh, with the second episode that we'd keep the audience involved, that they wanted to you know watch along with us, but also just so they. They know where we're at. We turned off the, because, um, I mean, again, it's been hours. Uh, the Gustafson, um, or as you would say, Gustafsson. <laughs> I call him Gustav. I just want um, to say. Jones fight, and we put on, because we dragged so long here into the night that um, the fight night has started. So we have that going. And this is the first fight we actually have money on. Uh, is this Volkanovski cat that's fighting Elkins, which is what Dan's about to tell you that this is about to go down at the first fight, I think, on this card that we, we have some action on? Is this guy from uh, from Bellator? Because he's seventeen and one, oh. and I want to say he has a Bellator uh, background. Let me let me double check that. Go ahead. So so introduce the you know what we did here because this is not part of the official under the lights MMA. Oh wow, we're, uh, yeah. So we're, are we are we going to circle back to Dana White being a tool show? Well, just let him know if this fight's on. Well, I know absolutely. So, so yeah, I mean, Elkins, already, Elkins is uh, fighting. We have this is our um, the first one that we have. Uh, just want to let the, Money on. the fans you know want me to tell, something to go through the whole fucking card? No, no, no. I'm letting them know this is not, we're not tallying these. I just, we're letting them know we have action on these fights and that they're going on the do, back. Do you, do you want me to say which ones we're betting? Is that what you want me to do? Uh, you can take a I'm not mad at them. Is that, is that what you're asking me to do? I don't know. Maybe we should, uh, we we got, should break and duke it out. We got, I mean, well, I'll just say the ones that we both went in on because I Great. bet basically every fight. Great. Maniac. That's not the general thing. We both bet Northcutt, I want to say. Or did I yes, just go did. nuts? Okay. And that's because of uh, what we think is the UFC's motivations. So right. We And we both basically said at the same time, this is my idea. Go. I had a bunch of bets already lined up, and then I was about to you know, confirm it. And I was like, you know what? Let me see what Atlan Mar MMA is thinking. Maybe he wants to jump in. And he did on a couple of the fights that I, we agreed on. So uh, Northcutt, we kind of thought, I'm not going to lie. I don't know who the guy he's fighting. Don't even know him. So you might, because you are. <sighs> I hate setting you up like that, and then you don't know him. But I'm just thinking they're still trying to push... Northcutt, especially on a car like this, it's not like it, he's the main event and they're going to put like a legit name against right. him. So right. he's on the undercard. I think it's well, it's the main card, but it's not you know the main event of a fight night. So which he's headlined before, I believe he's headlined. Who, Darren Elkins? No, uh, Northcutt. We're talking about right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh 
You want to drink some more and then like pick up? <laughs> no, a I'm second? trying to read to see if Volkanovski has ever fought me. I mean, he has the fought me. I thought he was from Bellator. We, we're thinking that Northcutt's still getting the UFC push, that they want him to win. Yeah. They're giving him someone that they know that he can handle, so that's why we bet him. They're trying to take some of these cutie pies and keep them on the roster, so it, yeah. they're and not going to let Paige get destroyed 20 times in right, a row. Exactly. can't do it with Sage. Uh, exactly. He's basically the, 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 well, some would say the female Paige. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's like the he's, frozen he's, version he's, of uh, He's a good-looking cat. You know what? Here we go. Elkins doing his thing. I love it. This so is we got Northcutt. Really really shut up. We got Northcutt at minus 140. <laughs> we got – we both um, – this fight might have – does it happen already? Um, Zingano. Oh, we both like cat. Yeah, love cat enough. Um, and she was actually the underdog at minus one hundred five. In a weird, you know, in a weird way, that's still the underdog because the favorite was minus one fifteen. So we got. Well, she moved from camp to camp, and, and uh, uh, she's had an interesting. Yeah, she yeah. didn't get in on me with Carmouche. Blah 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 blah. I think those are the only. Two. Oh, and you bet the one that we're watching right now, which is. Uh, and you jumped in with me. I thought no? I did. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he was a big. Well, he was so funny because you mentioned that you were thinking about betting him, and he was yeah. at plus two twenty five a few hours Such ago. A shame. And then I just looked at him when we took the stupid dog out. Listen, I love him, but he's stupid yeah, today at least. Um, that uh, I looked at it again. He was he went down to plus one eighty, so not as much value, but we still thought it was worth it. So we put a few shekels, yeah, as some would say, or at least my dad would say, on. Uh, on Elkins here, so dad's gonna get spotlit, spotlit at some point on this podcast, dude. I th- we should it's just have one with where we have both of our fathers meet for the first time on oh the pod. God. The world that's one, the, that's the first video episode. Oh, I'm on Jesus there, Christ. and your father watching a pay per view. Because for those of you who don't know, and I don't think I've mentioned it yet, right? My dad, I didn't want to be the one to bring it up because uh, I didn't know if it was, yeah, no, my dad. Is well, a unleashed to the public. It's completely un, is completely unhinged. I haven't even gotten it. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him. Although I'm not, yeah, to you it. haven't seen it. He but has, I have seen him. Yeah, in Adam Shaw. hasn't seen it in person. Right, but I've sent you countless videos. Uh. Of me, my like um, some of the best footage related to MMA that I've ever witnessed, and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, it's it's, it's tremendous it's, stuff. It's it's next next level. Maybe shit. I'll release it on the Twitter page. That I'll it's promote so good. later. So he, oh God. So he is insane, like I said. But when Adam <laughs> Baldwin is not a, bred you, which yeah, clearly well, that explains was, a lot. You know. um, when Adam May is not around for a pay per view, or like you know, there's a fight night or something, and you know, I'm not, you know, over here every freaking weekend because this this oversaturation of cards sometimes it gets a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, go, go visit the parents. Me, me, my, 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 like I told you, me, and my dad watched UFC one together. We rented it and we'd watch him or whatever. He loved he loves this shit, and um, yeah, my, my dad as well. So that's yeah. That's one so of connections. my dad loves it almost too much. He get oh he just got dropped. He um Elkins did. Uh, but listen, he's a, he's a comeback kid. He really is. Um, he's just the damage. I mean, he, that's all it's he does is take it. I mean, it's literally his nickname. It's so crazy. just real quick, my father. He not real quick. I'll just talk about it for another <laughs> twenty minutes. That nothing we do. He, is real when quick. he's watching the fights, he, you you would think that he's. Like virtual reality in the fight, like he has some VR oh, head so like dope. a mask on or something. Head movement. He's shoulder rolling. It's like a full rain. body gyrations. He gets one time. I think I sent you this video. He got so close to TV, he ended up behind the television. I mean, because that, he was that's, like that's indescribable to, to someone. Again, like if you tell that story, well, no chance somebody right. believe no. somebody will believe you. No chance they'll appreciate the, the, the value in that unless they get to see it. His head was still obviously... Oh, God, Elkins is dead. He just died. 
No, he's getting still lucky. alive. This but is what he just, does. You missed the shot. No, oh, I saw. Uh, no, this, that, this is. Well, oh, there's only five seconds left. Herzog. Oh my God! All right, he. Oh, that counts as a takedown, and he's out. the round's over. No, 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 round's over. He's still alive. Wow. Sorry, guys, that we're rambling here, but no. Darren Elkins is doing. What Look, he, does he can't even walk. Oh boy, he looks hammered. He's telling everybody to relax, but he's almost out. I mean, Jesus, took a brutal Christ. shot, and you know, one of those where it's we might a not flash. even be live. Well, it doesn't matter because we're not live on this. So people wouldn't know yeah, anyway. That's true. Uh, so, so to, to in, his whatever. knees buckled on that my, shot. But that was brutal. There was a there was a brutal. whenever there's a grappling exchange, my dad feels like he's in it. So he was trying to get underhooks behind the television while his head well, was still thing. watching it's the not screen. Not just the stand up with the oh, hands. He's thing. doing the grappling and the on groundwork on the couch. On you know, he's moving around. He's flinching. He's reacting. I mean, it's, it's, crazy. it's epic stuff. And you know, Dan, it's Dan's been. Uh, Dan, Dan, I've been privileged in the fact that Dan's willing to share this with me, and it's, it's some of the stuff. best stuff I've ever seen. It's, 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 it's absolutely hilarious. incredible. I don't know how we got there. Sorry, um, I couldn't help myself. That's too. Probably good. started with the three-hour break, and then us putting on sunglasses again. I got Angie's worst shades on at the moment. Now feels good. Would you? By worst shades, do you mean like? She doesn't even wear them, or like, would she be offended that you call them? No, I shades? almost like wrong word to use. It's almost like some of her shades are unisex, so it's like, ah, me, they're a little gay looking, but they're not Angie's. Okay, you know. Then the pair I wore with you, they were like, eh, a little more flare, but probably technically still unisex. Well, wait, this what you're is doing just, with your hands is not this, unisex. This is just costume jewelry type. Sh- you know what I'm saying? Costume jewelry. Yeah, you feel me, dog? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even see your eyes, but the way you snapped your head back over me, it, as if to say, why am I doing this Get with you? I hate them. you so much. <laughs> oh, I, so you I, got, I appreciate it. You, you, you're good with that's, body language. That's what I've been trying that's to pull exactly out of you, so it feels right. Uh, Elkins and, and uh, Volkanovski are back on their way here. 420 left in the second, um, just to kind of give you guys a benchmark. Oh, my God. Elkins just ate another one. Holy shit. Okay. Sorry, Dan. So Listen, uh, if nothing else, he's got a lot of um, <clears throat> metal. So, um, but, um... I'm not willing to back off that statement. That's just listen, crazy. I don't want you, you to. You want to knock me when the book has bad. You want to knock me when it's good. I know? said it last episode. I'm not mad at it. It's I just you don't hear it that often, so I, I like to uh, call it back. Listen, if we want to get back on track a little bit here, um, Dana and the UFC. So, we were talking about, yes, Shab and, how, and this and that. How Dana White is the the face of UFC and how he acts sometimes doesn't really line up with what he they're trying uh, at least it yeah, appears to be. Yeah, they're just speaking out of both so, sides of their mouths. Right, know? that's like, what I was trying to say with playing both sides of the fence right. or whatever. You, you're good with those sayings, so that's Thank good. Yep. Even though you do some them up sometimes, goofy, yeah. you like mash them together. Like what's his name? I do. Yeah, the, I like, I like the bartender. Them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yo, th- there's there's so many examples going back I mean it kind of maybe not started with but we were talking before earlier that yeah. it might have it, at least the biggest one that we could think of it, with, with this nonsense the most notable and, and yeah and, and I guess storied one would be Tito Ortiz because they, they actually got to the point where they right. almost signed the bout agreement it wasn't like a is, boxing match yeah because Dana apparently you know he came up as a boxing promoter and he was not like, wasn't he promoter. his promoter I think he was yeah I think he was Tito's I mean, personal promoter and then Dana was like, yeah, I'll fight you, but, you know, uh, it's got to be boxing rules only. And, and, you know, how close that got to actually happening, I don't know. But there was a there was a big part of me, and I was never really a Tito guy, but there was a really big part of me at the I time. I kind of like Tito. I mean, you know. Back in the day, I was uh, silly now. There was, there was a part of me, though, that wanted um, 
that wanted to see that happen. And, and now more than ever, like I'm saying, you heard it. You mm. know, just I couldn't even hide it when I talked about Ingrado trying to crack his rib. Yeah, I mean, I basically, obviously, I want to be the one to do it, but I probably can't. So, you know, somebody like Tito, it would have been, uh, I would have taken a lot of pleasure in watching Tito just, just like drop a fucking nasty elbow on him because nobody, nobody did it better than Tito at the time, just getting in someone's guard and just dropping massive, I was going to say major and massive, so I give you a massive, uh, that's, that's adorable. You know, major, major elbows. It was just crazy punishment and, um, you know, team punishment. There you go. That's so, right. you know what? That's a good point. Punishing him into retirement with Shamrock. That was a good time. That, that rivalry. Oh, God, Shamrock. That was a joke, too. But either way, either way. It just the point is, um, it started there. We're not going to get into the nitty-gritty of every one of these, but there, there's a laundry list of them. So we're going to kind of go, you know, give you a handful of these because the, the history is there. This is not something that's a one-off with Shaw because they both bang the same shit. Yeah, so, I mean. You know, it's, it's not that simple, kids. Who not allegedly, simple. not allegedly, but we, we surmise in a, in yeah, a year. I mean, we're, we're putting a couple, you know. I felt like it was kind of implied. Connecting the dots and we yeah, think Ronda was I the, felt like uh, it was implied, the mutual, the mutual. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. You know? We're going PG. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of words I could use there, none of I which know, I was like, I was holding on to the seat. I was like. <laughs> gap, um, it's a gap or something. You know what, there's, a, there's a bunch of different things. I almost feel like if we just rattle these off and then I wanted to get into one a little bit more, just yeah. just for time's sake. So mm-hmm. there's a thing with y- Yair. That one really that actually weird. Really, really bothered me. I guess that's not the one. No, it's not. I mean, you can get into it, a little that bit. one really bothered me because the poor guy basically got, you know, again, their names are getting dra- dragged through the mud. So even if he does get cut and tries to go somewhere else, he can't even leverage his, right. you know, his contractual uh you know, his contractual agreement with another, no, not obligations, his, his actual agreement with another promotion. Um, how do you negotiate with somebody coming off of like your name being slandered by the biggest promotion in the world? So right. they can go, look, yeah, tons of talent, this and that, but they're already saying that you're picking fights when it's not even true. So, no. you know, Dana's got a way of just doing people really, really dirty. And it's, it's kind of the part that bothers me the most about a lot of these, Dan, is that all he has to do is reach out and, and, and text a couple of these guys individually. And they, over and over again, all they talk about is, well, I reached out to him a bunch of times, couldn't get him, did this, did that. He's got a ton of people on the roster to talk to. But when you're talking about budding stars like Yair and trying to get him on a card, you don't need to make assumptions or gross overstatements about the things that he, you know, that he has or has not done that should be discussed behind closed doors, right? Um, and do you think prior that, to just reaching out directly and having a conversation, and then, find and out what is? I never really thought of it. Not I never really thought of it this way until you just just Tell talking me. about that. And yeah. usually I tune out when you're talking. I just of wait course. for my turn it's to talk. But when you're saying that, I'm almost like, wow. I wonder, either consciously or subconsciously, mm-hmm. if it's on purpose. Yeah. Whereas it's like it it generates clicks, it generates interest or disinterest yeah. in uh, what's going on, blah blah. blah instead yeah. of being like. Very closed, buttoned up. You yep. know, okay. This, this is the, these are the fights that are happening. In this car, yep. boom. That's it. No, these right. are the fights that are, yeah. it's it's almost like oh, there's a drama. So people love that shit. And I'm glad you're saying that too, because I was gonna make a disclaimer before, and I'll, I'll make it now. It's 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 very timely now. Do I feel like I feel like I know where you're going. I was just gonna say this is by no means whatsoever to say that we don't think that Dana White has done a phenomenal job of running the show and making sure. the, the, the MMA world engaged in what is what we believe to be, you know, one of the, if not the best sports in the world. And so yes. um, and Dana White deserves all the credit and it's, it's incredible what he's done. And this is not to say we would have done it better. That's not what this is. But in fairness, we are very, very passionate fans. We're, we're hardcore fans and clearly we're dedicating a lot of time now into this. 
we're going to give it to you the way that we honestly feel about it. If he was a brother, we'd tell him the same thing. It's like, look, dude, you're just, let's sit down and have a drink and explain to the guy that we feel he's doing the wrong thing. This is not, also, this is not a a hot take or a unique opinion. Plenty of people share this opinion about Dana White. So, you know, but but I, I think it's important to say, because we're not sitting here trying to be on our high horse, but in the same vein... Yes, maybe there is a method to some of this madness. I think it, it, it doesn't ever need to go to the level no. that it takes it. No. But I certainly think that it there is, uh, this, you'll enjoy this, but there's strategery involved. In oh, boy. Yeah, I thought you'd think that's Well, cute. no, because I thought you were going down a, a political road there for no, a second. No, 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 I was no, glad no, you no, didn't. Never, never that. Um, <laughs> well, you got to cut me off with that sometimes. I guess the wrong guy um, to be doing that. There's the, uh, well, I, I mean... Listen, there's a couple of different things here. The, the, the cyborg thing. Ben the cyborg ben thing Askren. was real messy. I mean, the, the Aspen thing kills me because, again, it's a personal Dana White gripe. Right. Nobody else within the MMA community has a, has a personal issue or doesn't believe that Ben Askren has the resume and the talent and the skill to be fighting in, in, the, in the world's elite promotion. So it, it's, it's obnoxious and it's unfair to fans like ourselves who care and want to see what the outcome would be like when you pit a guy like that against a GSP, right? You, you know, it's it's not fair to the fans. So here's like, so here's, he's doing himself a disservice, but he's big enough that he can insulate himself from it, which so is the frustrating part. Who's, what's the uh, Adam Silver, the NBA, right? So if he had a per- well, great, you're about to so you're about to educate. If he was like, if he was had a personal gripe with like LeBron James, mm-hmm. was like, nah, yeah, I don't want him in the league. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's akin to what's going on there. Not that. He's not he's not the LeBron James of MMA, uh, Ben Askren. Who is but who's Adam Silver? What's his role? He's the commissioner of the NBA. Oh, okay. News to me. Okay, so Manford, if Manford was this, that's the commissioner of MLB, okay. do you know any commissioners of any major leagues? Goodell only. Okay, As but I've again, but he's such, an, he's such a terrible example to use. In well, this I'm, not, I'm not saying he's a good example, I'm just saying I know him. All right, well, you can use it. So, like, answer it honestly, I'm answering it honestly. I but, don't know who he is. Well, I wanted to stay away from the Goodell analogy because I was going to say, no, well, no, no, you want Tom was, Brady out of the league. That was a slight on your analogy. I was being honest. No, I'm trying to tell you the reason I didn't want to use that because I was going to, I actually thought in my head, well, if he didn't like Tom Brady, well, he actually did get a suspension for four games. So that actually goes against my point. So I was going to say, trying to find out a little integrity, right? If LeBron James, you know, if he, if Adam Silver had a legit problem, a like personal problem, excuse right, me, with right. LeBron James, and he wanted to keep him out of the league, people would be like, "Yo, he's the best at what he does. Right. You can't keep him out of the league because well, of your personal problems." That's what Dana White's doing with Askren. That yeah, doesn't make any sense. I mean, at I least guess. let us find out if he's the best. Like we know for a fact he's top ten. There's no chance mm-hmm. uh, he's not top ten, and and the likelihood of him being top five and being able to do a lot of it in, in and like some of the dominating poten- wipeout fashion right. would surprise me if he didn't. Some so. of the potential matchups that we're missing out on in their yeah. primes is unfortunate, great. and it just. Is not fair. To I mean, the guy's best years have already passed him. Even if Dana gets know, over, what do we lose? Six years That's of his I mean. career. I mean, it's a, it's it's a joke. So. I know. And he's training with you know with Rufus Sport and all these other guys. So it's like Who we it's met. not like it's not like he's he's not you know mixing it up with all these guys and training with them all the time. I mean, he knows where he stands in the hierarchy of MMA and and, and in the welterweight division. So uh, for the it's record, just, it's just kind of laughable to me. It just bothers me. For the record, I'm pretty sure. I'm Bought Duke Rufus a beer that day too. Because <laughs> you bought that round. That whole yeah, all because it wasn't it wasn't just Felder. I don't remember, but I don't right, remember. We were, we were chilling with Felder him. turned around to every, his whole group and was yeah. like, "Hey, this is on this guy yeah, right that's here." True. I was like, "This guy's got a name." So what you what, why don't you tell us what you told you, all your buddies? How did it go down in your fantasy world? Sorry, what? What happened? Felder was like, "Yo, this dude's uh, awesome. I'm buying him around." Is that no, how it went like, down? Yo, then? this guy over here started a podcast, yeah. so I bought him a beer because I want to be on it. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to see this guy's dick, and then I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, the thing's huge!" All right, buy him a beer. Is that how it went down? Yeah, are you sure you're Irish? Are you sure? Because I am. Brain? 
I called the Irish Dragon. Um, Just to update you very briefly, Elkins is going to war, but it doesn't look like... Nah, uh, he's going to lose the decision. Yeah, he's not going to get the happen. nod unless he finishes him. I feel like he's... His face... We want to talk about a crimson, crimson mask. His yeah. face, I feel like he starts every fight looking like this. Yeah, it's got a lot of roughness to it. He's got so much scar tissue because well, that's, that's what problem. he does. He just, yeah. I mean, anybody who's willing to take, you know, a nickname, the damage is one thing, but the the, the tattoo is just, you want to talk about bad tattoos. Do an episode about tattoos. Whew. We talked about it in the first episode. I know, that's what I'm saying. We talked about was, Alan Belcher's uh, Johnny Cash. That's thing. true, we talked I actually about, forgot that that one well, That's what, we, well, it was spurred by, we were watching a fight, and you're like, oh, this is the fight of bad tattoos. Oh, we're talking about the kid who who had... Oh, jeez. The guy oh, with was Punk. Yes, it was CM Punk with his Pepsi tattoo and Mike Jackson with his... I can't his, think of what he had on the You back. said he had... Uh, some, uh, I know you think he said... I think he said Black Pride or something on the front. Yeah, Black his, Pride was on the front. But on the I'll back, it was like... Uh, I'm a huge tool shed or something like that. Yeah, I think it no, was. It was like, yeah, I think it was just like someone building a shed with like his name <laughs> on it. <laughs> there it is. I knew it was... Yeah. I knew it was... Um, yeah. I, I did it again. You have no idea while listening at home. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was, um, there. Anyway. I won't tell you who it is, but I knew it was, um, <sighs> listen, <laughs> that's Stylebender, which you, we're going to call Stylebender because it's much easier than trying to pronounce his name. Yeah, no, I did. Um, um, oh, there's oh, one. There's simul- one. We're on simulcast, folks. <laughs> one, two, three. So the um, main bullet point here, um, cause I skipped, you know, cyborg, there's so many different fighters that he's had little tips yeah. or silly little things with, but. More, more recent, and this goes back to a lot of different fighters, but the mm-hmm. most recent one that brought um, this back into the focus, at least for us, was Ortega mentioned that he had not, at least as of the last time I checked or saw a story about it, he had not been compensated for uh, the pay-per-view on Saturday. Now, yeah, totally he, different topic, but so so related, and, and right. one that I'm really glad you're touching on, because so, it drives me up the fucking wall. It's so unfair to these it. guys. So it's so unfair. No other job in the world would ever. It's it's insane. Go ahead. So your dance partner. Out. I'm gonna go get a beer. I'm gonna get a yeah. Get me one too. Okay. D- d- uh, oh, oh wow. I have to. Right? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I know. Mobile. I know. But I can still. I can still hear with my headphones. It's 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 yeah. glorious. Yep. The, the quality is just tremendous. Um. So Ortega. So, jeez. Uh, I mean. This happens time and time and again when they're, um, I, I said dance partners. Um, well, I mean, you know. How many fights fall apart, right? I mean, if they don't put something right. in place and so, all these fights fall apart, it, it's totally... So it's it just not fair. So think about right. So think about these guys. Even the top paid guys, relatively speaking, are not making a ton of money. I mean, aside from Connor, I guess. Um, that well, they do comparative analysis to all the main sports. It's not, it's, it's not really not very close. So the point I was going to say is that... Um, Shut the fuck up, get me a beer, and then let me talk. It's the main point. Have I been running over you a lot on this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. We'll sit back and find out, and I'll be, you know. Because um, you're always you're always so to the point. You know, you're so direct yeah, all the time. So direct I can understand your frustration things. with somebody who's not right. being direct because you're always so dialed in. You right. Know? And I don't. I like to just Never say one focus. thing and don't go off on any tangents and don't go into like talking about other things. I say one bullet point. I talk about it and I can move on. <laughs> I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do one more thing, and then I'm gonna give you yeah, the mic. Let me just, for as I'm long not gonna talk about this anymore. Right? Here just, we go. Boom. That's all I wanted to do. That's for everybody at home. Yeah, that's a dilly for Dan's boy. <sighs> He's gonna love that. Shout he made us this far. Shout out my dough. Um, so yeah, my I, I was saying this to a couple of friends of mine. I think I mentioned this idea to you too. Is that when somebody drops out, whether it's a medical reason or 
you know, for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, missed weight, you name it. Yeah, There's a million, missed you know, weight and in, in camp. Because there was a thing going for a while there where people that missed weight kept winning. Mm-hmm. That yeah, the other I think person, their record was like seven. Yeah, the other person took ended up saying, "Hey, you know what? I went through this whole camp. I spent all because that's what I was gonna say. All these people that are not making a ton of money spent a ton of money on their camp, a lot of time and energy from them and their camp putting into it, and now they're not gonna have a fight." Now, I get it with Ortega, and I totally agree with him not taking a last-minute fight. A lot yep. of people were upset with it. It's like, dude. You worked your just, entire life to get to that point. He just got yeah. to a title shot. Why risk it against somebody yeah. on short notice and then maybe losing them? What? Dana's going to be like, well, fuck you, because, you know, another thing that he does is like, oh, well, fuck you. You actually helped us out by, you know, taking a fight, but you lost, so we can't sell it. Fuck you. We're going to go somewhere I mean, else. Yeah, God, God forbid that they reward people for stepping in. I know that sometimes you. You know, Dana will do that. He'll he'll look upon a guy, and, and McGregor is a guy. I'm shocked. That Damn it! I was just gonna. That. Yeah, he gets, he gets so much talking. so much love, and they and they you know they do get priority as they should. I was gonna say, not everybody's thing, Connor. Like you're putting your entire life in the balance, your family. You know, this is this is this is serious stuff. This has huge implications for these people. I mean, huh. you know, it, it's it's unfair. And when you prepare for you know an orthodox fighter, and then you're fighting a southpaw. I mean. A wrestler, striker, da, da, da. I mean, the list goes yep. on. It's, it's just not it's not fair to these guys. So, again, when Dana talks the way he talks, so matter-of-fact about these decisions and how it's such a black-and-white thing, that's the part that rubs me, and, and probably, speaking for Dan, the same, you know, rubs us the wrong way, is that oh, he's so matter-of-fact that there's no... <laughs> rubs, no, it, he's so matter-of-fact about how it should be this, and I can't believe he didn't do that, and the, guy, the guy's just looking for a way out. And it's just like... It, it gets old after a while when it's like you're talking about people that are willing to jump into a cage in front of millions of people on fist fight. Don't you're not going to sell people who pay close attention to this stuff that these guys are not tough enough and that they're, they're scared of this or that. You're not gonna, you're not going to sell me on that because it's it's a false narrative. You know it. It's just I don't know. I think I think uh, people that are paying attention, it, it it they should feel embarrassed for him. It it does it, it does make me feel that way. So go ahead. So I mean, <clears throat> this has happened in the past when. Somebody drops out, and then they're like, they almost have to like make it a public, you know, shaming of yep. Dana and the company yep. to be like, yo, I haven't got paid. Like, what the fuck? Blah, yeah, blah. It's and, go that and it's like, and they, I think they do it on purpose because they do it case by case. Like, they're like, all right, and then they'll, they'll get, they'll settle it. Yeah, let's shut this guy up. Oh, it's got we'll a lot of legs. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. So it depends on like if people are outraged about it, they'll pay him. Where if it's a lower rung guy and it's like, hey, what the fuck? And then it kind of fizzles them day till they're like, fuck it. So. What I said to you and a couple of my friends as well, we were talking about this, is that, listen, I know it's hard to believe I have other friends besides you. I mean, even you are just, that's, mm, we're hanging on by a thread. You that are your friends that you've never met, so I don't know who's... That's a good point, I don't actually. know, you use the term pretty loosely. That's, no. So, my, <laughs> my thought, or my, my uh, I, don't, I don't think it's that, one, groundbreaking, but two, I don't think it's that crazy or, or that outlandish to do. So, mm-hmm. my, my idea was, all right. Let's say me and you are fighting again. You want to rematch. I would. I, it's yeah. in your clause. You would want to rematch after that. We're getting there. There's more friction on this pause than there has been on the previous. <laughs> so you, you, whatever you want. We're fighting, right? You drop out because you're a baby girl. Whatever reason, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> of, it's it's fight week, right? So huh? I'm like, what the fuck? I you're just already, spent. You're already in it for 50k or whatever you're in it for. You mean my show money? You're talking about my. No, my I'm camp. saying you're in it. You spent 50k. Right. Just was, to get you know what's funny? You know I was actually just going to use 50k as an example. I, was I, mean, like, I spent 50k on on a camp, on everything, and physical therapists, training and partners, blah blah blah, training partners. And so all that stuff, right? And now I got, I, oh, you know, not, no, no fault of my own. Didn't do a single thing. All you Lost did was fight. everything you signed up to do. And I, you were, you, everything that was obligatory. You did the I press. Trained, I trained. You did the media. Certain, yeah. You hiked the fight on your own. You did Again, everything you're supposed to do. To make like a like a, a baseball analogy, this wouldn't happen in baseball. Like, but like, okay, you go into playoffs. 
a one game a wild card game playoff uh, Yankees versus uh, uh, the, the Red Sox or yeah. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't happen. But um, so you got you're preparing for a certain team mm-hmm. and <laughs> what. I was going to say, the Red Sox plane goes down, the whole team does, oh, which would be great. Yeah. So, that's a, that's so now, now they got to play somebody else, you know what I mean? It's yep. like, well, hold on, like we were just preparing for this, like you can't just throw that on us right away, like, you know what I mean? Or like, so, or like the starting pitcher gets hurt, so then the entire Red Sox team doesn't get to go play because they have nobody to fill in, so everybody just, that's it, you're done for the season. You don't even right. have to play for Maybe the Maybe not the best analogy, you know, but... A pretty bad job of me trying to, trying to right. save you there. Yeah, too. I thought I made it worse, <laughs> I was going to move on. So, <laughs> But, but way, the point is, the point is, so my, my idea, own, my yeah. idea is that okay, if okay, let's use Ortega um, Holloway oh, as as the example here. So Holloway drops out for whatever reason. Okay, Ortega goes to the official weigh-ins, makes weight. Mm-hmm. As long as he makes weight, he should be paid his show money, whatever mm-hmm. his contract is, thirty grand, forty, whatever the fuck it is. Let's yep. just say it's fifty grand. Okay, he gets fifty grand. Now he should get. Now this is where you can get into. Not even negotiate, but there should be some type of standard where you get, let's say, thirty yep. percent of the other guys' uh, uh, show money. You because gotta categorize why he didn't show up, of course. If it's yeah, a maybe there could be a sliding scale of emergency or different right. things. You know, okay, you gotta, yes, of course. Uh, but, but missing weight by like five pounds and then no, putting the totally pressure on the good. other guy to make to, to, to take to take the fight is not fair. Mm-hmm. So to to be like, no, I'm not. I'm not agreeing to that. I get my show money. I get what percent, whatever you want to agree upon, mm-hmm. uh, like contractually. Of that person, and and again, they're all independent contract fights. So yeah, it's maybe just a you should on a case agree on it, basis, right? Which is frustrating. It should be and, universal, but I know what you mean. They but are my point categorized that way. So. My point is that money, the show money for both of them was already allocated that there was going to be paid. Mm-hmm. Never mind the win money for whoever else's bonus was going to be. You know, I'm not even okay, touching you said that. This the other so day. the UFC has the money already allocated for it, and they're a billion dollar company, so right. they have the money, and I get it, but. You're telling me that you gotta you gotta scratch and, and cut corners that much to save mm-hmm. twenty, thirty, forty grand to not pay these guys when one guy did his job, showed up yep. and again, not, not that it's the other guy's fault necessarily all the time, whether if it's missing weight, it could be his fault, it could not be, it could be something that went wrong, yep. you know, whatever. But if they get hurt in training or this and that, the other people need to be compensated. It's absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm. that you go through all this camp and spend all this money and then through no fault of your own you're, you get the, the the fight pulled out from under you, and you're out. You know what? Shit out of luck. Good luck making a, a fuss on Twitter about it because if you, if you get a big enough following, okay, maybe we'll give you some money. If not, you're screwed. Like, again, I don't want to keep bringing up the union idea, but, like, there's, there's got to be some type yeah. of recourse where these fighters can be like, yo, you got to help me out here. Never mind, like, the medical expenses and all this shit. Like, you hear about oh, this stuff. Oh, forget about like, it. Yeah, like, the UFC did pay for this surgery. Oh, he didn't pay for this ACL. They said I had it in training, which is not in a fight. They're, they're, it's it's outlandish the shit that happens. I actually had two things that uh, shockingly I bit my tongue to let you speak for a minute. But the first thing I was going to say, and this is constructive criticism, is that yes, the money's allocated, and of course they have the money. They're they're an incredibly profitable company. I'm not in the books, obviously, but they, they've done okay. I, I mean, they, they, they did pretty right? good during the. Oh yeah, that that actually just sparked my bone. Oh, fuck yeah, um, <clears throat> Ken Kniff just popped <laughs> yeah, exactly. up. Um, Thank you. No, I was just going to say, yes, the money's allocated, but that's not necessarily the, the, the best way to pitch it, only because the, the revenue generated is based on How would you pitch and viewership. Well, no, no, just give me a second. I'm saying the viewership, right, and the ratings, and maybe if it's a pay-per-view, which in this case it was, so it's a good example, 
the pay-per-view buys are contingent upon Brian Ortega being a part of that event. And yes. so, yes, you say that the money is there already, that's fair, but yeah. then he doesn't fight, so he does have some effect on how the needle moves and how much they sell. It's an excellent point. But, in the same vein, they're so far underpaid that it doesn't even matter. So I wanted to say it just to say, because I think we need to be really good Objective. about just that, jumping I, in there and that, giving each other our raw opinions. Dude. But in the same vein, Great they're point. so underpaid, it doesn't even fucking matter. You can't pay a guy like that. What, what's his pay money? We should pull it up. What was he making in that fight? He was a title contender who's had all these slick submissions, uh, you know, in in main events. Guaranteed not six knocked figures. out Frankie Edgar. What was he going to make in this fight? He, he probably didn't read his contract right before. Yeah, was a show money seventy five k. I would be shocked like if it was that. Might much. not even hit that threshold. I don't think so, so. I mean, so I don't know. Fairness, I would be shocked. In fairness to you, the second thing you said, which is hundred percent accurate, is they're a, they're you know they're a multi billion dollar net you know net 4. company. Two billion. You cannot tell me. You can't go find 75K in the couch in Dana White's office to pull out and hand that guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the part that, that bothers me about this fight business, uh, the fact that it still translates in MMA, is that there's a lot of under-the-table stuff and non-disclosed discretionary bonus Like money heavy petting, stuff. you mean? What's that? No, no, no discretionary bo- <laughs> Sorry, I missed I that love, by a mile. No, one of my when favorite I things. Don't catch it. No, no, yeah. My, one of my favorite things listening back to the episodes is like I'll drop something. You're like, no, but and then and, <laughs> and then, then it registers because I'm so buried in my own point that I don't realize you're fucking with me. Um, like when I did the thing, and that's what I get to laugh. I've listened to it 175 times in a row after that, and laugh every time. So I'm like, that's the joke you made. I didn't even pay attention. When I um. When I did the thing when I was like, oh, this is black screen with nothing going on. Oh and then you turn on the fight. I'm like, it took so, me like two black, seconds and, and then nothing's clicked. gone. You were like, yeah, I know. Exa- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got like a hearty ass laugh out of me like three seconds later. Um, I was very proud of that but, one. To be but it's like this kind of thing where it's like, oh, well, you know, like Dana will get on the podium and he'll say to the MMA community. Um, and another thing that's totally outlandish is that he, he'll blackwall he'll black people in the is media. He'll take yeah, it's you. Sorry. He'll take credentials away from somebody who's as respected Dude. as Ariel Helwani and kick him out of a main event. And apparently, just physically, for the sake that he's like, got a personal fucking gripe with him, so it goes even beyond the people he's in control. And got, like physical with them, apparently. Yeah, he boots. He boots no, well respected, probably the most well respected media uh, piece in MMA. And again, a guy who's pumping the UFC constantly. Yes. But you, the thing, Dana, you don't understand is. The fans want to hear how it really is. They don't want to all have the wool pulled over them all day every day. So they want a guy like Ariel. And not everybody's going to be dialed into what Shab says and Ariel says. There's going to be plenty of peripheral fans that sit back and they just watch the ESPN ticker once every three months when something right. big comes yeah. up in MMA. Or they're going to jump in and they're going to see a ultimate knockout show. And they're going to get all hyped for something and maybe go buy something because they got friends in town. You're going to get enough of that shit. But... You still have to understand the value in guys like Ariel. I'm actually, I'm literally laughing, honest reaction at the fact that I just realized that he he had Ariel escorted out of an event. That is the most preposterous oh, he, thing uh, you could ever the imagine. News, right? the old, the first, yes, because he's doing his fucking job. Yeah. Oh, because he was he's doing, doing his job. His job. Yeah. He had sources and got information, and Dana was so so upset. His panties just got drenched over the fact that. Uh, or it got in a bunch. They didn't get drenched. That would be the opposite. You love of mashing sense. Hey, yeah, nah, it's I, just, I just get so ahead of myself. Um, yeah, you derailed me. But either way, <laughs> you know, the, the, the underlying point in all of this, I don't even know what it is anymore, honestly. I, I already stole your thunder. I don't know where the fuck I am anymore. I'm gone. I'm going to take another sip of my beer. Um, oh, so you, you know, this might be a good time. You because just I, I told, and listen, we're already 45 minutes in. This is, a, this is ridiculous how this works. 
Um, I said I had something that I wrote down that I wanted to drop on uh, on you, and it's not even like this big bombshell, something you wouldn't be able to respond to or or, or, or anything like that. I'm not trying to ambush you. It's not even like oh, that please, at all, but like yeah. kind of. Just, I just wanted to get your genuine, seriousness in your fucking face. No, I just want to get your right genuine reaction. Punch you one in the fucking face, <laughs> which you won't. Uh, which I, I won't. Uh, just your genuine genuine reaction to this, and I. Go ahead. It's, yeah, it's not even that crazy. I, I'm, I'm building up too much. So there was an article that and you, might, you might have seen it too. So you know, um, Yoel's talking about calling out DC. I you did. got um, okay. uh, a, a couple of different people, right? Uh, Gustafson talking about yeah, you know, he's got he's got a vacate or he's got a fight, and that was mm-hmm. a good it was a good call by you. That's why we had the John Jones Gustafson fight on before. I don't know if you made that connection, but you you said before a good idea was to have Gustafson Jones on Correct. the undercard of Brock and. DC, can't believe I got that out without screwing yeah. it up. That's why I wanted um, it so bad. On the, I thought it was nice. Right, it made, made sense. Yeah. But enough. Did you hear that the the latest person who threw his hat into the ring that wanted to have the DC fight? I did, and it was to- it was a complete joke. It's embarrassing. I like that he he's always willing to like talk shit, but you're talking about the one and only Nick Diaz. Yes, I am. And, and that's so the, that, it's ridiculous. It. Of it's, I don't it even is. want to entertain it because he's no. The size advantage and the strength advantage and the wrestling advantage, it's the worst matchup. Even if DC it's was silly. 50 pounds lighter, it's the worst matchup he could have. For. It's silly. He's asking for a GSP on, you know, a GSP with an extra 100 pounds is what he's asking for. Yeah, you realize luck. that, right? Good luck. A GSP who dominated him at 170 with an extra, count it right now. I think DC's a better wrestler. But... 100 pounds. He is a better wrestler. Yeah. But you're that stylistically, stylistically, it is, yeah. He would just control him on the ground, and be like, you're Yo, you're, there's nothing guy, you can do. He would slam him through the canvas, yeah. not onto the canvas. Yeah. He'd probably be the first guy so, ever to take a guy and put him through the mat. So, with the last 50 minutes that we said this, we're going to go another shit. one. That was crazy. I is, forgot I even is, saw that. Is, is what I kind of wanted to get into, was not, not even get into, but just kind of get your take the pulse, if you will, of. Mm. The Diaz brothers in uh, as a, as a tandem. Where where do you? I know Nick's got this legal thing going on now, mm-hmm. and we don't need to get into that. Not that I'm trying to discredit one way or the other. I'm just saying there's no reason to get into all that shit. But yep. as far as them as UFC fighters, we all want to listen. I was never and still not like the big like the biggest Nick. Uh, I'm sorry, Nick and Nate uh, Diaz brothers fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I I respect it. Like as you would say, they go in there and throw bones and all this stuff, and they're they're willing to exchange and whatever. And they do, and they, I do respect. They're, they're kind of um, Al, Ridge and Al kind of tact where they won't Dude, play ball. They, I'm they played so on their, glad on their, you got to that yeah, because that's, their, I was going to cut you off. I'll let you yeah, go. I got to learn one lesson. They do it on their terms. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, because Nate just got paid off those two Connor fights. And like tactically, the way they live, they're not trying to ball like Connor does on Instagram and all this nonsense. Like they're straight; they, they don't need to fight anymore if they don't want to. They can do what they want. Well, how, be, how good is that? But, to you're bringing up. You don't even intend to, but how good is that? And, and how relatable is that to what we're talking about with Dana and all these fighters? You want to talk about the value of a couple of guys like this? You know, they're street. They're rough around the edges. You know, they say things that are off the cuff. Um, but again, a lot more calculated than meets the eye. Maybe I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that they're going to score higher than on an IQ test, but there's more going on there than you think. No, but like the the reality is, um, there's so much value to for the rest of the fighters for guys like that. Whether it's because they're more street, they have more of that toughness, they're willing to stand up and not you know march to the beat um, and and just kind of like get in line for for the man and and all this. They look at Dana as a guy who could be his their best asset or their enemy, but they're not gonna they're not gonna be you know, persuaded in any which way. They're going to stand by their own values and, and stay true to themselves. 
And that's my biggest thing with the Diaz brothers. Now, if you want to get into, you know, some fights and some things that have been really uh, incredible with, with what they do tactfully within the cage, I think just their their pressure, their relentlessness, their willingness to kind of break a guy down with just that forward pressure that they they bop bop bop, they just tag you with twenty percent, thirty percent. They just they can take work you with volume, that's worth and it. then they know when to and, and they work the body a lot better than these guys. Yep. These are not classically trained boxers. Now they they are now they've been yeah, training that say, way, yeah, but yeah. they didn't come up no. in the classic boxing scene. So no, you know, know. I, I I caught myself there in the sense that. They, they do classically train boxers. They, they actually, um, uh, who is it, Ward, right? I think Ward came in to Nate's, uh, to Nate's camp when he yeah. was going to fight Connor. It says a lot about these cats that they, they're going to have a guy like Ward. I mean, Ward Connor is, Ward's all world. Never <laughs> heard of him. Never heard yeah. of him. How many ends are in that name? That's the biggest page. Yeah, I do get um, upset about that. You do. But, you know, these, these are guys it's that are willing to, they're willing to fight anybody, but... But not so fast, you know on what I mean? They're willing to fight anybody in the sense that they're tough enough to do it, and they'll fight you on the street, and they're not going to ever let you disrespect them and that kind of a thing. But they're not dumb enough to march to you know to, to the beat and stand in line for Dana. If Dana's going to try and push him one way or the other, and they're going to he's going to try and leverage him and say he even was dumb enough to come out at some point and say Nate's not a draw. We don't we're, we're not going to you know if Nate never wants to fight again. That's okay. I mean the the. You know, the foundation and this underground revolution, if you want to call it that, there's a lot of bodies in, in Nate's corner. No. There's a lot of people that are, are Diaz or die kind of yes. fans. You know what I mean? So for to say shit like that again, it's, it's just disingenuous. That's the part that I think, people like well, us the wrong way. That, at least, and then here's going to go my Connor bias, is that yeah. um, part of that is a negotiation tactic, obviously. But there's there's a big part you put your that... Foot in your mouth with that shit. Yeah, but the the problem with specifically with Nate talking about you know wanting specific numbers and this and that because oh look at this well Nate yes they are a draw and they have mm-hmm. a certain but it, yeah absolutely I'm not denying that and again like I have a, a little bit more not even I always respect them I, I'm a little bit more of a fan of both of them actually uh, than I did more in their primes but that whole point when after the second counter fight when they're trying to get him back and they're talking about this the trilogy fight or some, fighting somebody else talking about RDA for a belt this mm-hmm. that will be for He's like, I want X amount of money. They're like, no, nah, no way, blah, blah, And, and pe- the people arguing that he is worked out or he, he does, he should get that because he got it in the last fight with Connor. He made that money because of Connor. No question about it. Yeah. Now, you, you want to say he's a big drawer and he should be making more than everybody else on the roster except Connor? That You can have that debate. But you can't say, I made whatever. You want to say five, whatever it was. Five no, million that, because you fought You're not making five million when you fight RDA because that's not bringing in that's, five million that, that's where, on pay-per-view. Yeah. Or, or, or anybody else on the roster. The reason that you got paid that much money, that much money, is because Connor's bringing in that much. It's whoever's fighting Connor. Of course, of course. No, there's no, there's no, there's no question about that. It's, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to. I was had a disaster with the microphone. I, I, I saw. I know you were trying to. Right I was through trying it, to just keep like, rolling no, and stay calm. I had, a, I had almost destroyed it. everything that is this studio. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they've they've found a way to. Um, they go, they go a little too far. They say crazy stuff. Like, I mean, Nick, you know, to, to keep going on Nick for a moment to highlight it, he's still talking about how GSP cheated in his fight. And, you know, it's yeah, like, it was weird he, stuff he, going he, on in Canada. Yeah, yeah he's talking about how he didn't, he didn't make it, but... weight. There was, there was a fake weigh-in that he said. Yeah. said he was on juice. He just came out and said, I mean, I don't it's know. It's tough. It's tough. Every, every, that might the, be all the, true, The thing is, every tough. loss that these guys have, it rubs me the wrong way because I always want to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I, and I love them. I really do. See, that's what kind of. But then they make me. excuses, and yep. it just bothers me, you know. And, 
And Connor, you know, talk about a guy who talks all sorts of crazy shit, but when that buzzer and that bell rings at the end of the fight, he goes in, he gives the guy all the credit in the world for the fight they just put on, and if they beat him, he sits there and he owns it and he answers all the questions. You want to talk about an example of someone who never did that and never will do that and will never get to see them never do that again? Ronda Rousey. Oh, the other, right. the other biggest star, you know, in all of MMA and in the UFC, that says a lot about their mental game. Not willing to go there and get in front of a microphone to the point where she literally hide and completely insulate herself from any media for months and months and months until she accepted the fact that she lost. That's not, you know, there's some, there's something there uh, that that Connor, need, you know, whatever. Say what you want about Ronda, she's she's allowed to do whatever she wants to do. It's her life. But Connor yeah, gets can, another. Connor gets boss, another. Whatever. What's that? She could bang the boss, whatever. Yeah, clearly. I mean, she could. She could. <laughs> she can get dicked down by Big Dana. Um, but you know, you, you, Connor, Connor deserves another pat on the back for that. And that's something that not a lot of people, I don't think, give him. You know, give him credit for or respect him for. So something that he showed. You know, in, in relation to to Diaz uh, brothers. But I mean, for me with Nick, like, there's been things that have happened in the past. Paul Daly comes to mind. Robbie Waller comes to mind. Yeah. He's taken guys who have such a distinct power advantage in the striking That's element true. against him, and he's found a way to break their will, shake them mentally, and then not only beat them, knock them the fuck out, which is extremely impressive for a, a, a lanky, wiry kind of guy who doesn't pack raw power and, and big that's, impact in the That's punch. what I'll say about... So he's done some really impressive the, things. Both Diaz's that... Yeah. Diaz's. Um, the Diaz brothers is that... That, yeah, their, their ability to break people's will. I remember Rogan talking about the Cerrone fight. Yeah, I know. I think it was flashed at you before. Is that the, the Cerrone fight, like, he was, like, just throwing up the middle fingers and, like, fuck you, machine rounds. And, like, he flipped oh, his he hat broke, off. And he, he, broke, said, he, he broke yeah, him on the He broke him. Yeah, and it was, like, for, especially a guy like Cerrone, who, mm-hmm. you know how I can't stand. I think he tipped his one, cowboy hat yeah, off yeah, or something. He admitted that it broke But he was, like, screaming, stock the motherfucker, all this shit. And he was, like, what is with this guy? They got in between these guys And But it was, like, but for that to work on Cerrone is saying a lot. Because, again, like I said, I don't like Cerrone for whatever reasons. Mostly because uh, our boy JG likes him, um, that, uh, but no, for a lot of reasons, I think he's kind We're of. We're coming a pattern here. Yeah, on, uh, um, on the lights of a mic. We'll discuss that tomorrow. Talking a lot of shit. Um, yeah, so I it, there's no, there's I something to be said it's... where like he, they, they that's why I said I, I, looking back at their old their older fights and stuff, I didn't appreciate. It, I guess in the time when when Nate fought Connor, I was like I was like okay, you know that was that was legit one when he beat him. Um, I have a, a picture of that moment actually. Yeah. I'll release that on, on our Twitter that I'm going to promote here in a minute as we wrap up. But oh, you're talking about when we were at, we were at the bar, the, the uh, other catch or whatever. Oh, it was catching. Oh my was god, that was that was an all time moment. Yeah, and I don't know who that took was that an picture, but that was, it was great oh because god. everybody, you all and two of our boys in the background, moment. are just like ah, just raging in and all like ecstasy, and I was anywhere else in the world. I look like I'd rather be having my abscess lanced than fucking drink. Yeah, yeah. It was. Is it is it leaking? Is it leaking? <laughs> Alright, so, listen. I don't want to rap. I want to do this. I know. Right. I, yeah, I mean, do you, do you want to... I mean, I don't know if people are going to tune I'm in. I'm willing to give it another 20 or so. You want to... Alright, so... Well, I mean, they either make it to this point, if they, if they cut it here, point. we still got two hours. That's a good point. A bunch of suckers um, are still listening. <laughs> <laughs> listen, it's well, that's what trash, you say. If, before we snip this one to bleed into the next uh, segment, is that I will say, anybody, everybody and anybody... 
who's been listening to us from the beginning or you, or you just you know popped on episode two or three and maybe you'll go back and listen to the, the, the you guys are getting in on the ground floor and I'm not just yeah. saying I hope you made it to this point right now in this podcast because what I'm about to say I think is very important and I'm not just well partly I'm just bullshitting but also I'm, I'm serious is that you get on the ground floor on something that Possibly, who never, who, you know, never know. It could be your, absolutely your timing nothing. couldn't be any better. Did someone just your timing? Did someone just be text you? All right, hold on, hold on. Let me just. I'm not even uh-huh. gonna say. I'm not even gonna. Specific, name. I'm not specifically yeah. saying anything. Don't I'm just saying drop. that that there's potential there for a couple of different things yep. that um, could pop this off and give us a nice little push yep. in a serious direction. Where I mean, even today. At Lombardo MMA brought me to a spot where we might have some studio space and yep. have a little be, be, make, take it a little to the next level as far as you know just the quality of everything yeah, and, and whatever. So if you guys, more, the, you know? the, the, the more people that are in and uh, at the ground level and not just the inside jokes and all that kind of stuff, but like are went through this you know the the rough patches and whatever in the beginning yeah. with us, yep. you're gonna be even more appreciative of of where this could possibly go potentially. No, Maybe I think right? that's I think that's a that's a fair thing to say and. Uh, it is it, the timing, like I alluded to, was really, really good because um, we have somebody that that's that's near and dear to, to me. It's basically like a, nearly a family member, and um, you know he's he's got a, a tremendous following and and he's been very, very successful in his endeavors. And there's a willingness there to uh, to you know to do some synergistic podcasting and stuff like that uh, at least once or twice. And I think that there's a potential for us to you know. To get some ears that we normally wouldn't get, I'll right. just put it that way for now. Uh, and until something like that materializes, we're not going to go, you know, uh, dangling carrots on anybody. But I think for our own sake, it is something that we're following. Um, you know, we're, we're we're taking seriously. So yeah, it, I think I think what Dan's saying has a lot of merit. I mean, it does mean a lot when you know we have people that are here for the first few because uh, certainly we intend for them to get a lot better. I'll be right back. The big pie pop it off. All right, and we are b- 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 back. Yep. So this will be the first time Uncharted Waters that we hit segment trace, and it just so happened to happen on episode quatch. Oh. That's how we handle it over Very here nice. under the lights MMA podcast. When we hit segment trace, the beers continue to flow. Um, so I was actually going to circle back one last time to continue down this path and give one more distinct example that really, really bothered me. I wrote it down before. And I, I haven't, uh, I haven't privy Dan to this information. Not that it's anything groundbreaking, but something that I think sometimes it's nice for neither one of us to have any idea what the other is going to say. Yeah. So in I this case, that. that's one of them, and I think he'll, he'll wholeheartedly agree. But actually, while I'm saying that out loud, this is the second time that this gentleman. I'll give Dan an opportunity to, to kind of connect the dots here. Under the lights, big stage, man. A lot of praise. A lot of pressure here. Okay, super nervous. Second podcast in a row mm-hmm. that this individual was brought up uh, for the simple fact that I I overlooked him. The last time I overlooked him, we were talking about you know a, a, a big topic in, in uh, episode trace. I mean, is, is, are these all? We're the, talking the about the world, the world's greatest. Um, we're talking about the best of all time. Now you've got it. I'd have to imagine. Oh, DJ. Okay, DJ. Now, is that somebody that you'd, you'd, you'd agree that Dana White manipulated and <laughs> fucked with unnecessarily and dragged his name through the mud? Clearly. Okay. So here's an unassuming guy who, you know, is not very vocal, um, but is a- 
absolutely positively in the conversation for best of all time. Uh, at this stage, I think they, they kind of stand alone. It's GSP. It's, it's Daniel Cormier after his most recent and incredible accomplishment in the heavyweight division. And DJ, who's um, – has he – he's already tied Anderson's record of title defenses. I don't know if he surpassed him yet or not, but I know he at least uh... tied him. Right? Yeah, I feel like the last one was the was the t- I don't know. The last one might have been the one who surpassed him because he was supposed to fight uh, T.J. Dillashaw and he elected not to, and then he I think he fought again and defended with that spectacular oh. uh, takedown armbar transition where he yeah. threw the guy on his back and he literally transitioned into an armbar mid-flight like he it was, he it was, he launched this motherfucker was, and then. High level stuff. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And I think the guy was a, a big-time jiu-jitsu player, too. So I think it was actually like kind of an unprecedented uh, way to finish the guy. He I don't remember amazing. who it was, though. But either way, I thought that um, that was an example when we were kind of writing a couple things down prior to you know starting up today. Another name that just kind of like jumped out at me because this is a guy who always plays ball, always does the right thing, never says anything negative in the media, right. and, and has been a company guy pretty much through and through. Um, and, you know, that should be somebody that it takes, it takes every fiber in, in Dana White's body to go after. And instead, it's just a quick reactionary thing. It takes him, you know, who knows? Maybe he's out at a steakhouse whining and dining. He has a couple of drinks in him. And he's like, you know what? Fuck that. He should be doing it. Like, it it's like... It's like he goes on these little roid rage power trips and he just like jumps, flies off the handle and just says shit that he can never take back. And I think that's a good example of it. And I know that they mended, you know, they mended it and everything. And, you know, DJ's not still out there trashing him or anything like that. But um, how do you take, you know, your mo- what should be pretty much your most decorated current champion uh, and a guy who's always done it right and, and been such a great example for this organization of what a mixed martial artist is? And you just, at the, at the first potential opportunity, which wasn't even legitimate, you find a way to trash the shit out of the guy and bury him in the media because he won't take another fight from a guy who hasn't earned the shot in his weight class or he won't go up and meet this guy. He, he went as far as to say he's scared of TJ. He won't take the fight. Again, that's one of these tactics as a bully that he uses all the time to get these guys to take fights that maybe they're not inclined to take in that moment. Um, but how do you look somebody in the face and keep a straight face if you're Dana White and say that Demetrius Johnson is scared of another individual. Right. Is it's, this a guy that, that anyway, he's ever given us a reason to think he's scared? The word scared. No. Does, does the word afraid come to mind when you think of Demetrius Johnson? No, but... He, what the fuck is this guy Here's the thing, and, and it's on, a good man. point, and it's well taken everything, but here's where I'm a little conflicted, is that... You do think he's a little scared. No, no not at all. <laughs> I don't think he's scared, but... There is some credence to... Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking Dana's side as far as like threatening to collapse his whole division. Yeah. I do understand... Oh, I actually forgot he I do understand that it's not... Bullshit. Yeah, I do understand it's not the biggest draw because it's lighter. But if you watch what he's... Was, he's not He's not just like pitter-pattering, doing like a Floyd Mayweather... No, he's flat-out finishing these two. Yeah, right. and in the spectacular... So if you want to say oh, it's a shallow pool, like, like when Ronda was running through that division when there wasn't that many great girls... Uh, maybe there's something to that, but wh- what he's doing is is undeniably high level stuff, regardless of the I talent. Really, kinda... Yeah, I, I, th- I thought I said that at the end. That the, the 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 major point is that all right, yeah, but I wouldn't have a, I would totally be 100% backing DJ in what everything you just said, and I do to a degree. Well, I guess not to a degree. If it's, it's either 100% or it's not. That, <laughs> but, but like he's he is a guy that I guess. Plays ball, company guy, if you want to say. But 
He was complaining about, hey, I want a big money fight. I want a super fight. I want this. I want that. That's true. So then when they go, okay, you got TJ who's barking for it and says, listen, I'm already, I'm starting to cut for it. I'm starting to cut. Like, I'm, did, I'm down. He did all the right things. I got nothing to and say. Then, but it does, I'm not going to say he's scared, but it does seem to ring a little false when that is that seemed to be like a legit thing that was about to happen. And then DJ goes, Nah, nah, nah. Whether it was he wanted to tie or break the streak, we don't, we can't remember. But uh, that he wanted to do it against someone that he was more confident against, knowing that TJ was way more whatever. Whether he wanted to do it to catch weight or if he wanted to come down that to that weight, which is crazy, I think for TJ. But yeah. um, and I do get that he goes, listen, I'm not going to prepare and do all this stuff for a guy that's not going to be able to make weight like championship weight for it. But why not? I mean, if if you really want that big payday, TJ is willing to do it. That's a big fucking payday. So make no, the, make I, the weight whether it's a catch weight or whatever. Do it I at totally one thirty, uh, you know, and 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 you know sell sell the crap out of it. That'd be great. So like that was what you were asking for. So then when it's given to you and you go, well, hold on, now I want this stipulation that and that, and he should be able to call shots to some degree. But what, oh man, by the way, I don't want to. I don't want to. He wanna, hasn't earned at this stage, so he's got thirteen. I just I just count that's them great. All. We're doing this for once. He we're has, actually backing up stuff. He's won the last fish. thirteen fights. Okay. Right. Now, who did he win the title from, Demetrius Johnson? Was he the first ever champion in this in this well, weight class? Did it switch over from? Was it one of those things where like, um, what's his name? Never. Oh, Aldo technically never won a UFC belt. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm wondering now. I, I wish that I remember this off the top of my head, but I, I mean, he fought Cruz, which is the last time he lost when he went up in weight, right? Yeah. And then he he had a draw with Ian McCall, and then he really? fought Ian again. Yeah, which I don't remember. I don't remember. That and then he fought was... Ian again and beat him. And I have a feeling that that might have been the, you know, the fight in for this weight class. You know what I mean? Um, so he he beats Ian McCall. He beats Joseph Benavidez. He beats Dotson. Three de- three decisions in a row. Okay. So nothing nothing to you know to write yeah, home about. There. Guys... Wait wait. Let me give you this. This gets this gets ridiculous. This gets ridiculous. Uh, I have an issue with my phone. So go ahead and say what you want to say. Well, I was just going to, real quick, because we're watching the cat Zingano fight that we have a lot of money, well, a decent amount of money on, that she's clearly she's, won the first two rounds, yeah, and, and she, she just slammed her, uh, I don't know who this chick is, she's this ranked is, uh, seven. Renault, yeah. And she, Renault. and Kat's ranked six. So this is looking good. I just want her to be smart here, work for position, and just drop bows like she is. No, she, she's she's a monster. She seems to have a, a distinct size advantage, and I'm not just talking about her enhancements. Um, just body oh, frame yeah. wise, no, it's ridiculous. No it's there. it's pretty it's pretty. I got evident. A th- I got a thing for Kat Zingano. I think I always have, but I think, I think you I have. Think after f- listening to her talk to Joe talk Rogan. to uh, to Rogan on that podcast, it, she just came across even sexier than I, I thought. Anyway, um, <laughs> so that wasn't. I just want to win money here. Um, so now here's the here's his last ten fights. Okay, so you've got a guy who's he's, he's, he's twenty seven two and one overall. Right, the draw was That's the okay. fight against Ian McCall. Yeah, just just all right. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's guys who are undefeated. There's guys who have one loss, like like the Joneses of the world and stuff, which he basically still is undefeated. Jones, although he's cheated, um, but he's got 30 fights on the nose and he's only lost two of them. on the what and one of, on the knees. <laughs> um, but he's only lost two fights of 30, and one of which was in a weight class that's not that that he doesn't call his own. Wrap your head around that, right? 
You didn't even listen. I could see why fucking stupid face. You well, because you're 100 percent anyway, right. You caught me. Because anyway, there's, no, no, a, there's a connection to what I was Fuck looking that. at on my phone. But go ahead. So here, here we go. Uh, this this is that's the why I can't do this. I this is the part this, that but... makes him so impressive. Okay, staying within his weight class, you can say something about that because look at what DC did, and you look at pound for pound rankings. I think they have it right. DC jumps up to number one. Yeah, you need to be able to, you know, you need to be able to have your your abilities translate up and down. I think that's something GSP's proven he can do. It's something DC now, yeah. DC to a much greater degree has proven he can do. Sure, sure. Um, and now, you know, you've got guys who've gone up and down. Even even if you look at like a guy like Dos Anjos, done a very nice job of going up to welterweight. Uh, Cerrone did a nice job yeah. of going up to welterweight and having his, you know, having his skills and even his power translate. So so regardless, here we go. Stays, stays in the weight class. That's about the only knock you could ever put on this individual. His last 10 fights, at this weight class, he weighs 100. What is he, 125 or 135? It's, it's 125. God damn it. TJ's Hun- yeah, 135. Thank you. That's, that's a bad job. Weighs 125 pounds. Wrap your head around this. Seven finishes out of his last 10 fights. Yeah, that's okay? very impressive at play. Fucking ridiculous, okay? He submits John Moraga. He guys? submits John Moraga, who came in... As, as an alternate, I forget who got hurt, but he stepped in last minute, yeah, and, and big ups to John. He put up a, a really good fight, but he gets finished. Great. Uh, Joseph Benavidez knocks him clean, knocks him out in a, in a rematch there. I mean, to knock guys out at 125 is, is, a, is a ridiculous, ridiculous quality that he has. Yeah. Uh, Ali Bagatinov, who later was found juicing, I think he was on EPO, if I'm not mistaken, same thing that Lance was on. So he wins by unanimous decision to a guy uh, who clearly had an advantage with his stamina with, with an illegal enhancement. Uh, Chris uh, Cariasso submits it with a Kimura like it ain't no thing. Um, Horiguchi, Horiguchi finished him with an armbar, 459 in the fifth round. Dan, I haven't had your attention in the last five minutes. Because Are you hearing me? Yes. 459 in the fifth round of a title fight. Who else, what other champion who's dominated 24-59 of a fight is going for a finish? I know. No, Demetrius I remember watching that one. Johnson. I remember watching that one. So there was his finish there, right? Were, they, I, remember, I remember watching that and being like, oh, well, people welcome, are going to be like, Welcome oh, to the podcast, by the way. Yeah, he's going to be, back. well, because I want to talk about what just happened there. That was one of the weirder things I've seen. Okay. Uh, they were like, oh, I remember thinking when I was watching that fight, like, oh, yeah, you know, Dominic, blah, blah, blah. But people are going to be like, oh, here, we, here we go He's again. With, he needs an extra fucking 125, uh, not, uh, not finishing his boring, blah, blah. And at the last fucking second, just, you know, I was like, holy shit. I remember watching that live. Unbelievable. That. Yeah. Okay. Turns back Welcome into, to the podcast. Turns, yeah, thanks for coming. Welcome back. Turns into a human, uh, a mortal, and <laughs> fights John Dodson to a decision. But dominated I, the fight. I don't like Don Dodson, by the way. I'm just saying, though. JG it, must like him. In man. terms of... <laughs> In terms of the decision, then the the gentleman this is this is relevant. The gentleman who he's going to be fighting, uh, you know, upcoming. I think it's on the upcoming card, right? He's fighting Henry Cejudo, former Olympian. <laughs> so, okay, yes, former who, who's incredible. Knee to the body, KO. Yeah, later, epic. Where I think I think it was I guess it was a liver a liver knee, but I remember seeing him up against the fence, drop some nasty knee to the body, done, cripples him, fight over. Tim Elliott, great story. Oh, one, that one was of my fun. Favorites. Absolutely love Tim Elliott. What fun. a scrappy, great scrambles in that fight. Tim Elliott is, is a 
is a very unusual kind of cat. So he'll go in there and was he'll, he'll the, kind of throw caution in the was wind. Was this the recent one from the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. the Ultimate Fighter. Fun fight. yeah, it's kind of a comeback kind of a season for him. It really was a cool. dangerous fight. And another guy actually who's who's relevant to today's you know material or this evening's material. He, <laughs> well, he well, has well. no issue throwing shade Dana's way. So I respect him for that too. Good. Um, so okay, that went to he went through a decision there. That was a and then fight. comes that right back fight. Wilson Hayes, decorated jujitsu guy. I actually confused him with Borg when I said that to you a moment ago with that that wild submission he had against Borg. Yeah, you weren't listening. Oh, Ray Borg, yeah. No one's listening in general, but yeah, at the very least, I thought I'd have one person here this besides myself, and you're not even here. You're not even. Well, your dog hasn't been listening to you all day, so why would I? God damn it. Um, so, yeah, he finishes Wilson Hayes with an with a armbar submission, which is it was a tremendous accomplishment. And then turns around with something that the world has never seen. And, I, and I've said this two podcasts in a row, and I'm going to do it a third time now. Oh, on episode going. Quatch, segment trace. <laughs> Things that we get to see with the evolution of this sport that you don't get to see in other sports. You might see a home run that's a little bit further. You might see more exit velocity. You might see a pitcher throw 103 instead of 102. Things like this, mm. but you're not going to see something so outlandish. This finish that he had was something that no mixed martial artist has ever, you know, even attempted in, in a, a professional fight. Never mind successfully accomplished this throw transition into an armbar mid-flight against Ray Borg, who is a very, very high-level fighter. Very impressive. Um, listen. I know that I, I just uh, I got Despite aggressive my, with the DJ <laughs> talk, but yeah, a it's bit. a guy that probably above and beyond anybody else. Uh, deserves that kind of uh, that kind of run. So good for you, DJ, and a guy that that really did not deserve what Dana White did to him. That's that's really where that all started. No, I guess. Let's it. see how this finished. Well, here we go. I mean, Dan's got a slow mo no, reverse it, it, going it was, on here. It was weird because I mean we don't have the volume on for a reason. Okay, because, so, hold yeah, on. We don't want to distract Listen, you guys. Now, cat's on top, and in this Late round what's three. this what's this girl's name? Renault. Renault in Renault's full guard, I like guess you would say, and. Um, the reason I said this, we didn't have the volume, so maybe the fight was over and she was just saying good job. Right. But it looked like she tapped two or three different times. Really? And the and ref was like five feet away, so the opposite of what John McCarthy okay. would be doing. And it was like, now, oh, you know what? There's 11 seconds left. So maybe maybe the the horn hit and... But the the ref didn't come should in I and like, tap them like... Should I just or something and just distract myself and the ref, completely? The ref, <laughs> the ref should have been there like, all right, good job, fight's over. Well, let's just, let's just see. There's yeah, 10 let's see seconds. What, we got 10 seconds left. Do you want me to count them down? You know, I'm lying, though. All right, let's see what we got. So she's throwing up a, a high guard. She's got Kat's right arm trapped. She right there. I think she's going for a choke. Fight looks like it's Does over. Does she tap right there? Oh, no. That's, yeah, and another tap? And another tap? Because no, Kat tap? just tapped her on the head. That was, uh, well, you know, much but, respect but, tap. But, and then the Kat tapped have, her back to be like, yeah, what's going on? Isn't that weird, though? The ref was kind of like, all right, yeah, you guys take care of that. Look, look, look he doesn't even want to be there. Yeah, I mean, the ref. It's not, it's not really associated with the fight, I guess. I don't know what he Can we, I mean, uh, maybe we'll get thrown off anchor for this, but can we Can we have the volume on to see what happened there? Whoa, 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 take it I mean, easy. If we get thrown off anchor, at least we'll be relevant. Yeah, uh, you, think, you think we're going to get thrown off anything? Hold on, let's see. When she drops her arms down flat like that, it's got to be because the fight's over. You would think, but... Hit exit if you can. Hit exit so we can see the clock. And they take it off for the last time, that's first. Alright, let's do it this way. Bring it back to 11 and I'll do a stopwatch. This this doesn't matter, but we're going to keep going with it. Here we go. Hold on. Oh, matters to Danny. Matters to, if it matters to you, it matters to me. Yeah. How's that sound? Bring it back to the most... Okay, there you go. Ready? Yeah. 
seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Buzzer audibly sounds, arms down for okay. Renault, tapping but, a little but bit. But why is the ref like, like just... Forth. I think that's, that's just uh, reasonable. He sees that they're not being aggressive with each other, and he's letting them uh, pay their respects. I don't know. All right, whatever. We want they both passed, so you don't like the whole respect thing. So you, so you got to do some math, because we're one and one. Or with our with our bets, at least. All right, yeah, no problem. Um, I mean, let's let the whole is... thing finish. You know, we'll let it wrap before we... Uh... So listen. That's big, though, because with Cat, we won a 50 spot. So I risked 30, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the green. I'm up 20. Okay, there we go. All right, so far I'm up 20. So maybe I won't give you a dime for the Pete's. Maybe I'll just let you figure it out. We got some pizza on the way. Slice. Shout out to Slice LIC. Uh, <laughs> I said real original. <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get sponsored. Maybe I'll get some free, uh, I, don't know, I don't know, free knots or something. Some free dog knots down the road. You never know. All right, let's go. Let, let the let the car keep running here in the background so we can. Uh, All right, I don't want to put the, the, the volume. No, keep the volume off. So You want me to handle this? Probably, probably that's, that's not loud at all. really challenged when it comes to anything. You can just stop right there. Exactly. <laughs> okay, here we go. I walked in the Best Challenge. Buy. I had a fucking panic attack. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on? <laughs> all right, here we go. So, what else? Uh, what else is even on the agenda? If anything, I know we're going to. I mean, about stuff, but we're not, we can say it for another time. So I guess uh, sensational sage is coming up next, most likely, right? Super sage. I actually can't wait to hear this. Oh, Cat, look at her, so emotional. Oh boy, she's had a lot of. She's had a tough I know, one, man. I know. You know about it. You don't. You don't tough, like getting serious. Tough loss to Ronda. No, not even that. Her husband commits suicide. Who was yeah, her know, head coach and jujitsu coach? But I'm just saying because she was so upset. Like, about nah, lost to Ronda meant more. That fuck her, yeah, fuck her kid, fuck her, fuck her husband. <laughs> professionally or head coach in jiu-jitsu oh, coach we'll oh this is uh, Shogun takes his own life and Dan's like yeah I know what you mean anyway when's this pizza coming <laughs> heartless son of a bitch Miles Jerry alright this is very very exciting so he's Miles... 17 and 2 no way yeah, oh hold on time out. we got David Blaine fuck? in the back <laughs> oh man if anybody we need a video this, look at this, this look, 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 look. What is this? All They're right. doing trust falls. We, no, it's not even Chad trust falls. Chad Mendez is in the back, you know, warm up locker room. I think that's a neck strength exercise. He's trying I to guess. resist. That's a very. I've never thing seen that watch. before. But he I was, mean, you know, what? how about the UFC production team does a better job of just not putting that on air? Can we find a yeah, clip from that earlier not, that Chad that was like doing a push up or something? Yeah. So that his like you I know mean, coach Christ. or whatever has a towel, like I guess wrapping the side of his head, like the back of his head. And it was like letting him fall, like you said, trust fall is a good way of explaining it. And incrementally, yeah, like back. And then they did it from the side. So yeah, like you said, maybe it's a tr- like a neck strength. I think thing. yeah, I think he's having his neck resisted. So maybe but it looked can, like, like some type of an illusion a, that like uh, what's that? Not is it David Blaine that's the street magic? Oh yeah, where he does that like weird levitation yeah. thing. Or, not even levitation where he like angles oh. his body backwards and forwards. So they're just showing some old shit here, real quick. Can I talk about how much I hate? Uh. You and me both. I know well, what you're going to say. I'm Don't not even mad. I'm not even that. When I'm thinking about this, because who was on right now, was he was the nightmare. Now he's the dream. Oh, you're going to talk about the, Diego the, Sanchez the real religious connotation? No, no, just no. Diego? I'm not, I'm not, yeah, no, I can't stand no, Diego. I, I was hoping you weren't going religious. No, 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 no. That he's just a clown. Diego's the worst. But no, he's not the worst. Because I was thinking he who was, was as I was watching. Clay Guida. All right, you're right. 100% right. Oh, the most accurate thing you've ever said in your life. I mean, that is... And... Oh, off I don't the know. cuff. Well, that's that because... was about the best thing you've ever done. 
That's not saying Holy much. Holy shit, that was great. Could, well, yeah, look at this fight. I'm really impressed. Conor and Mendez. And you know what happened in this fight? Uh, Conor won. How did it end up? Well, what did he do? He, he did exactly what he said no, he was going to no. do. What did Conor I'm going to butcher you from he, the bottom. He, get up and knock you out. That's true, too. But did he eliminate Chad Mini Mendez? Yes. Okay, because he said he would. Oh, eliminate Chad Mini Mendez. <laughs> so classic. All right, Chad still looks ripped, so either he found the new steroid yep. uh, consultant or... I mean, he, uh, I'm he just wasn't on just, just strictly based on these uh, weigh-ins that they're showing right now, I'm glad that... Oh, we got, definitely got the reach. He got that, the reach, got um, that. You'd imagine that Chad could shatter a rib cage or I, take yeah, it down at will. I, I so bet Chad, say? and I'm pretty confident going at this fight. But I will say this. Miles um, Fury Jury is actually one of... He, he was one of my favorite fighters, and for the simple fact that, uh, that you knew somebody just threw their cap up so in the air... Right? And got in front, like got on air. Um, so Chad's not even ranked anymore. Wow. Yeah, that's strange. That's strange. He I know he's be been a... out. He's suspended where for a while, but I mean, that's strange. He was what two? Two, three, yeah, right in that range. Either way, that, that's that's kind of that's silly. It's not. I mean, wait, listen, was, it, was it two years suspension? I mean, listen, that's, that's a long when time. You, when you fight Connor, I mean, you're never the same. <laughs> what do you want? That's well done by you there too. Um... No, Miles. Miles is actually a really, really exciting guy. He's he's one of these like new breed MMA guys. That is the worst. I'm glad this isn't on not the uh, greatest on video because that was not the right highlight to be like. I'm like hyping him up. He's throwing tiny little rabbit punches with his wiry um, long arms. No, he's one of these guys though that's like he's unassuming and yeah. you know. Did that show up? Did you hear that? Yeah, that that definitely showed Let me up. Let me see if I can just do it again. Real no, quick. come on. All right, well, yeah. that, that also showed up in a lesser manner, but it did show up. My Dan, Dan's farting, farting on air now. He's he's seven and a half years old. Um, oh, that doesn't smell good at all. So, it was the dog. Miles is one of these guys who he kind of is a, is a mixed martial artist through and through. So he's kind of one of these young kids who uh, came up in the game had had a, the innate ability to blend all the styles and everything. I'm sorry, um, this is not good. He's just been the worst. This segment three. I, mean, I, have, I have the stamina, I'm not, which is again I mean, representative not of my real, real life sexual. Experience. I have the stamina to make it to segment three. Dan is falling apart. I mean, unraveling at the seams here. Dan just yeah, we get another bit. Just done. Segment three, not so much. Um, I cannot. This is what's going to get me through work on Mondays. Listening to this. but, but when you when you look at Miles, it's one of these guys, and there's like a handful of the guys in, the, in UFC that I would say this about. When they get in there, they look like they're just so unbelievably relaxed and just having a good time, and they, there's. Nowhere in the world they'd rather be. Like it's just, it's just precisely what they want in life is to be trapped in a cage in front of millions of people with another male in a fist, yeah, in tight, tight shorts with another dude. Um, Sounds like my actually last two dudes, like, like Dan, like Dan. No, no, just like Tan requested, uh, wanting ha- wanting to have the uh, the doctor and his assistant, As male assistant. Request. So he had three, Usually three, three piece sets, two of which not his, in a room. Same thing, uh, apparently, as Dan feels about Miles Frazier. He's got the uh, male referee, and he's got the uh, the opponent. But, no, Miles is one of these guys who you look at him, and he just he's, – he's not deterred in any which way by uh, by the bright, you know, lights and all the rest. He's not deterred or perturbed by it. That, too, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it, he's There's something that endears fighters to me when they just go in there and they just look – like Steve Age is so stoic and relaxed, like this guy yeah. here. Ooh. Even even Style Bender's last performance, same kind of thing. He just he looks like he's so loose, and they're not wasting any energy. They're not tense. They're not 
you know, throwing a bunch into into these uh, these punches and stuff like that. They're just they're just very much in the moment. And you know, I'm sure Dan again is just gonna absolutely love that I say this, but Connor is another guy who finds a way to I, just there's be better. so successful in the moment. Well, there's there's some people that are better at conserving energy. And, well, and, and that's that, a different story. But that's a very different about. conversation than what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Um, but but I just mean in terms of like being tense and throwing a lot into his, his punches. Connor has one bad tendency, and that's to maybe you know overstrike in certain situations, and then by round two, round three, he he kind of is you know a depleted version of himself. Whereas to be fair, it's only been with, with, with Diaz though, and that's not just because it's the only loss. I mean, yeah, is, can you right? name another name well, another fight I'm trying besides to, I'm Floyd? To rack my brain. Well, Floyd doesn't count. That, well, there you go. That's, that's what I mean. It's not there's there's no, look a great way to counteract that is the Chad there's, fight. Oh yeah, well, well, get taken down and was no, he was he was noticeably you know uh, reduced in his abilities there. I'd say. Well, there's I think, a, there I was, think, this, there I was think the Holloway, whole staff Holloway's a thing. good example because he has the knee injury. There was grappling on the ground and all this, and he still made it the, through the three rounds. You know, uh, unscathed for the most part. I'd say, besides yeah. the, the 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 knee injury. But oh, I, I wish I had your face for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like a... Listen, just, we're not getting into my time session right now. Just like, you can't even handle we're gonna, clearly, his I, name I've been, being brought I'm up. I'm not even want to say teasing, but I, I've been obviously talking about it, and everyone that listens to this at this point, so... Yeah, far, I, I always should back, be conscientious of bringing the name up, because when I do, yeah, you never I'm know... Not gonna do, I'm not going to do it. Right, I'm, con- oh, oh, boy. There you go. The, the big potty popping off. All right, looks like we're going to hit pause on this one as well. Hit that pause. Four segments we're going to hit. And adjust. Oh, yeah. And we're back. We just filled up on some pizza. A little slice from up the block. Very some nice. slices, keeping the BLs flowing. And now we got... Oh! God, super, well, super Sajay North. Speaking coming. of not doing that. Yeah. So we got... <laughs> so you're not screaming into the mic we without got, explaining uh, what you're watching? We got Sage North... Oh, boy. I'm worried already. Yeah, we got Super Sajay in here. And he's, his <laughs> guy lights are still going. Sage Northcut versus some fucking auto clown with a... Probably a juice head. He's got that Balding weird, at yeah, early that 30s. Weird juice head bald patch. Um, what the fuck was that? It was me guzzling. You got some lightning ass there? Oh, there's a guzzling effect. So, Super Sage, we got at minus 140. Ooh. Don't tap out. Get back account. He just ate a nasty um, one. He basically got, I don't want to say a floor. He got taken down at the very least. What yeah, I thought that was a left. It, yeah, right? dropped him, but. Uh, Ooh, Ooh was a up kick. There. That um that was within like the first ten seconds. We I just, just turned it on. I just, uh, at the very least, you Look can't take a guy seriously if he still has highlights like that. It's so hard to, <laughs> you know. It's just it's too far. I mean, he's already very flamboyant, you know, but the highlight thing is just crazy. He does look like a '90s boy band kind of. He just looks like a, just oh boy, a this is not a good look. Mm-hmm. Full mount. No. All right, showing some confidence, Jojish. I mean, Jojish. So we're doing a. We kind of devolved into a play-by-play. Of yeah, let's Sajay not do that. Here. Let's not do that. Sajay play-by-play. I mean, it's getting late. It's twelve thirty over by us here. We're trending <laughs> behind on the um, on the fights based on our intermission with the food. The beers are flowing. The beers be flowing. Always are. <laughs> shades the, are on. Yeah, my shades are on. It's it's a uh, it's a repeat of. Uh, he just snapped his neck. Ooh, wow. He just snatched that. Oh, he got out of it. Okay. Oh, he still... Nope, got it. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, listen. <clears throat> I know this is the the last segment, but we don't really need to go crazy long if we don't need to. Yeah, um, we don't have, we don't have to get to the. So I, you know what I want to wrap with. So, so I mean, is there anything that we want to? Um... I don't remember what you're gonna wrap with actually, so that's good. I'm just gonna push the Twitter account. All right. Well. Well, let me like. Yeah. So I was gonna actually real quick with with the. T- <laughs> well, first I'll mention we we uh, we have an official Twitter page for the podcast. It's at underlights MMA, and let me yeah. le- and listen. I can already see. So I, I, you, it's too long to do under the lights MMA. Yeah. You were thinking about doing initials. We are big on doing initials, mm-hmm. so that's a possibility in the future. But for now, it's it is at under lights MMA to um, to follow us, and we want to do some stuff. Obviously, we interact and whatnot. If we you know gain some followers and whatnot, but at least the handful of you that do listen to us um, can you know well you know make fun throw of us or yeah away. kind of yeah throw throw you know that. But just to, you know. You know things that we didn't catch or in in our clean up the hand segment that you think that might should be in there or or you know just have a question comment concern that you want to want to throw at us and we can you know incorporate into the next episode if we wanted to. You're um, saying like DM us and then maybe no, we'll just, yeah, we throw us a the... tweet or yeah, we slide in the DMs if you want to right. as well. Um, but I did want to mention something funny that happened. Oh it's just so weird. Um, I just like oh, I just started it the other day. I made sure. And I'm the glad that I did. Sex? Well, yeah, well, I I, I wanted to make sure that. At Lombardo, the iconic and timeless at Lombardo <laughs> MMA handle did was the first official follow you know, okay. of of um, our page, which I'll, I'll be running, I guess, for the most part, if not exclusively. But it is the the, the official page for the for the, the potty here. Um, that that was the first follow, and then all of a sudden, I was checking in from here to there, and I was you know trying to you know obviously Paul Felder was one of the first people I, uh, fighters that I followed yep. after Connor. Um, and you know some of the MMA sites when I just to keep up on the news on that one particular page, but then I noticed that I had a second follower and I was like, what is this? Like who, who, what, when, where, where who could this be? Right? He just came flying forward with some vicious combinations. Let's go! Nasty he snapped his neck. Nasty knees, a straight right, and then gets gets a really nasty that in there? front choke. Secure uh, that. It's looking like he's at least leveraging better with his jujitsu because he's trying to get his hips involved. Now he's got kind of a, a front choke inside control, which is not going to yield a, a good no. result. He's, he's going to burn his arms out if he doesn't figure something else out. There Whoa! you go. Oh. As I say that, jumps into mount. Really nice, clean transition. And I don't know if there's no, an arm in. but you can do something. You can good. do work here, though. Either way, if he can just maintain control here. Is that the last 10 he's seconds? He's got yeah. some Boom. vicious power. Why is he going for a sub when there's five seconds left? I don't know. I don't know. Nice, nice short elbow Damage. out that he framed yep. them there and, and tagged them. That was very a great end to the round for Sage. Yeah, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll end with the uh, Sorry, a nice was, no a nice re- no absolutely that we'll end with a nice result there um, as far as cashing. But um, back to, just, just to wrap up, so monetize these these brilliant MMA minds of ours, please. You know what I'm saying? You're welcome. Um, so I was trying to figure out who the second follow was, right? Uh, so I, not that it was a big investigation. I just click on it. And it turns out it's. I mean, I. Oh, gee, I, I want to get this right. It was the bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, right? but I want to get. I want to get exactly. You just don't want to say knucking again. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's part of it. So it's world bare knuckle fighting, and their uh, what is it, like their bio? I guess it says. It. I mean, this is, this is funny. If, I, this might be. Well, whatever. It says matchmaker and operations assistant with the World Bare Knuckle Fighting Federation. Bare Knuckle Boxing is finally legal in the USA. Want to fight? Send me a message. 
Now that wasn't the message they sent me. It was just their their bio. So, um, but it's just funny if you remember. I think it was the first episode, right? When I mentioned it was, yeah. that how disgusted I was with the display of that that there was a bare knuckle. I don't know if this was involved. They were involved, or if it was the, them or whatever. The, the irony in your Twitter. Yeah, watch. that I they they clearly do not listen to the podcast because I talk about how ridiculous and terrible bare knuckle boxing and it's just not I don't want it to have anything to do with it. I mean, yeah. but we you know listen I'm not more g- evident that the first listener or the first excuse me the first follower is someone who well other than you I want to make sure that that is there you go ready an algorithm is probably what picked it up or probably <laughs> yes. searched for MMA that's an absolute, and absolutely 100% what happened so yeah clearly uh not, not an indication of us getting any traction as of yet but, no uh, but not a sign of things to come either right but I did want. To, but I, the reason I wanted to, if people need this long, that they probably will give it a follow. But also, I'll try to blast out on some stuff to try to get at least the the inner circle following uh, to get some follows up and, and get some interaction going on there. But excuse me. Um, I'd love for us to do a little mailbag, like you're saying, right, like a little was, mailbag yeah, yeah. segment or something. But um, what I wanted to say was that with the um, with the Twitter account that. Um, what what is it that I wanted to say? Oh, I forgot. Maybe if I drink some more, I'll remember. Hold on. This will end to uh, mm. what was an interesting ride. Yeah. No. What I want to say was that it, I think it's a good way to communicate if and if and when we do get some traction with people, especially with a lot of different things, but especially with um, the gambling angle that we have. That yes, we make our official picks, but usually, most likely, and go, it was last time and going forward for the big pay reviews, we're gonna we're not gonna preview it the night before the night of. Um, most maybe sometimes we will. I yeah. doubt it though. We usually do like the week before mm-hmm. or the you know the fight uh, of the fight week. And if something comes up where a line changes or yeah, something pops up, that I could break. I could shoot it out and say, hey, I'm jumping on this line. Obviously, I'll bet it first so people can't manipulate it before uh-huh. I get better. <laughs> but like for a per- perfect example would be that Perry line that, that swung insanely, and I jumped on Perry. Um, even though we picked Felder in the, in, the, in our picks yeah. and all that stuff, just the value that was very late in coming in with the money shifting and whatnot. Yep. And you could tweet that out to the masses, hopefully at some point, and say, hey, listen, like, hey, I'm jumping on this. I just found some value in that. And I think, that obviously, that would have been a perfect example and a perfect time for people to be like, oh, wow, that is yeah, that is interesting. Maybe I'll jump on that with him instead yeah. of being like, you know, the next day when we did the wrap-up show, being like, yeah, hey, you know, like I jumped on Perry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Looks like money, money, quarterbacking or like, did you really do that, or are you just saying that to make it look like you you, you got to have a better record at, at betting than you do? So Sage I think he's abusing this kid. By this the way. Is, I don't I even know if he's a kid, kid. He's but, yeah. but oh, oh, he's done. Let's go, cash money, baby. Let's go, Sage. Sage, Sage, I don't lose. Sage, love this all day. Very nice. So I, I, I think you know what? Yeah. I think that's a great way to end it. Yeah, we got we ended on a W. Um, you're not in on the main event with me, so for for us, we we, ended, right. we went two and one with cash. Don't tap out your bank account. Yeah, we went two and one with two cash. Two and one with cash. Um, what do I have on Sajay? Forty two or something? I don't know. Forty two with that. I don't know. That, you know. he did his little. I front think flip. I won. I think I won sixty two there. That was solid. Right, so that is solid. So um, one more concern. time at Underlights MMA uh, on Twitter. Sure. Uh, you know, obviously. Not as bad as I thought. That's fine. <laughs> what the second time I said it? No, under lights. I mean, I was saying it then. You know, UTL MMA or something. But I mean, under lights. It's pretty. It's pretty. Only missing the. 
Yeah, which wouldn't be capitalized could, anyway. Could be, could be worse. <laughs> All right, so listen, I guess, you know, who knows? I mean, we don't have, a, obviously, a, a recording schedule or anything. So, I mean, who knows going forward? We have the, I guess the next card is the August 4th, which would be Cody and TJ, which is a big thing that, you know. Yeah, uh, that's what we're going to figure out a way to piece something together. There's no way that we're going to leave that completely, you know, oh, uh, no. unspoken for. We just might have to do it remotely or something. I don't know. Well, because of my situation, you mean? Yeah. No, we'll figure something out beforehand. Well, yeah. at least for the pre pre. Well, you, you kind of like you said, maybe you pop in uh, Sunday and we take a peek and then we we you know discuss after. Yeah, well, that'd be the wrap. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm talking as far as a pre-show. I'm talking to the masses as far as what's up with our schedule. As far as is there going to be? Well, we might squeeze another potty in with uh, you know, other topics or if something comes up, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, that, a little MMA news. But if not, we got. Was it three weeks? Two, two. That might be fine. Two or three weeks yeah. till we get the preview show, um, the pre, the, the, the you know our predictions and all that stuff for two twenty seven. Right. Uh, that card is again. Yeah. Looks good as always on paper. Let's wait and see who fucking drops out this time. Well, all we can do um, is just adjust our expectations. I gotta stop going into these things getting excited. I just gotta just keep real level and go. I know, but eh, I don't know. Someone's fighting. You know what? I, I try just to be do surprised that, minutes before that it's, it's actually. It's happening. interesting. I try to do that with a lot of things in my life, but it's yeah. like, yo, but then you know what? Enjoy some, enjoy your life. Man. All right, you know what? You know what? Get excited right. about I'll it. Tell you, you all know what? I mean? Yeah, you just let them. Get all that and like, if, listen, if you get d- down and depressed because it's an inspirational podcast. We're not podcast. And if it, you know, if it, if it falls apart, then you know that's part of life. It sucks, but yep. it's it, we, that'll make the 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 good fights and the good cards that that much better. Yep. And when Connor comes back, the, the greatest thing ever. Right. Um, I think that's it for Quattro. Listen, a yeah. long a long one. I hope you stayed with us. Yep. Um, you're welcome. If you did, you, you got some gold. I think. Yeah. There. Juicy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, until uh, set the golden standard. I mean, my favorite number is five. So I'm I'm really looking forward to Cinco, bro. All right. Well. Uh, to wrap up, Quatch, adios. Adios.